I'm Laura Palmer, host of Island Crime. Season 6, Sweethearts, is the story of three teenage girls who were all murdered in Victoria, Canada, within about 12 months. So she was scared. Something out there scared her. You've just created the playground where predators can really thrive. She was a 16-year-old girl. She was a sweetheart. Listen to Sweethearts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get podcasts. Find your frequency. From the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. Yes. It's Ronza Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Cara. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi, who's this? I'm calling to uh, clarify uh, why Roz is my absolute favorite. Sorry, your phone is really bad. We can yeah, barely hear okay, okay. What did you, you, guys, you... I think you had me on the line on one of your phones. Huh? What? I think you answered the phone in your studio by accident. Okay. No, 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 no. That no. What happens is when you get put on hold, you can hear the radio station. Oh, well, just wanted to clarify why Braz is my favorite. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Your phone's really, oh, really why bad. Did, I can't. Why does everybody who wants to shut up, Mocha? <laughs> everybody who calls in to say that I'm their favorite, their phone is terrible. Yeah. Okay. What's your name? It's Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> it's what? Kristen. 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 Yeah, okay. I have no problem hearing this, Mocha. Okay. I don't know what your so, problem is. Kristen. You wanted to say why you hate Roz? No. Yeah, why Roz is my favorite. Oh, why Roz is your favorite. Okay. Go ahead, please. Roz is my favorite because he is sexy as hell. Mm. He's hot as hell. Mm. And he's so awesome. Mm. He's just hotter than hell. When when you talk in the morning, it just does stuff to me. And I know a lot of other women. Hey, Kristen. Stop. Yeah. So your phone is really, really, really <laughs> bad, and we can up. like not hear a single no. thing uh, that you're saying. That's not true. I heard sexy, right? Yeah. I heard yeah. hot, and yeah. I heard the the phrase "does stuff to women" and not That's just it. you. You got it all. You right. Yep. Yeah, see. Yeah, I'm having a real oh hard my God, time Mocha, understanding. You are the worst. Like you are just I, the worst. I don't understand why you got to make up lies when we're on the radio, Roz. <laughs> you are just <laughs> the absolute worst. Hands down, it's the yeah. truth. Oh, man, you're <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my all god! All right, uh, listen. Thank you so much for calling in, love. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good day. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Kristen. Hey, it's Roz Mogo. What's up? Hi. Um, I just wanted to agree with the last caller that Roz is actually really hot and good looking. What else would you like to say? Um, I just absolutely think Roz is the best. He is so. His voice is so absolutely sexy. Yeah. I could listen to Roz read the phone book, and it would just. Ugh. It would just what? It would uh, it would just drive me wild. First of all, I would never read the phone book to you because you made reference to a phone book, which means you're old. Yeah. How old are you? I thirty two. Uh, we ain't what? got time for this, Maury. We have called display, jackass. <laughs> like, what is the matter with you? <laughs> okay. Sorry, two I things. Think it's why you needed another vote. Two things. Number one, yes. it says Maury Sherman on our call display. <laughs> right. Number two, Maury, you are in a booth right next to our where Roz and I are sitting. 
and the separation is a glass wall. So I know, but I kneel I can, down. I can see you on the phone talking to us. Much like in life, Maury, just because you're kneeling down doesn't mean we don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast. Question for you. Hit me. Should you shower at night before you go to bed or in the morning when you wake up before you start your day? I say in the morning. Is there a right or a wrong time to shower? Yeah, the right time is in the morning. Why do you say that? Because in that way, you're not going the entire day with stink from the night before. What kind of stink do you get on you while you're in bed? I don't know, man. People sweat sometimes when they sleep. Yeah, I sweat a lot when I sleep. But, yeah. s- but still, so what they say is, before we get to that, Damon Mori went on the street and talked to you um, about what you think is the right time to shower. Is Because there is an actual answer from dermatologists. Oh, I bet it's as, the morning. As far as which is the right time to shower. It has to, to be shower. the morning. Okay. That's when you're the freshest, right? Hey, Rosa, is it better to shower in the morning or shower in the night before bed? It depends. Um, I've never been a morning person, so usually I'll shower at night. Um, and then at least I'm kind of fresh in the morning. So you don't shower in the morning? Um, if I have like, something... What if it's a hot, sweaty night, if you know what I'm saying? Totally, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then then definitely. But for the most part, yeah, I'm... I'm the evening, you know, I go, I get up, I go to the, you know, go to work, I'll go to the gym after, then I'll shower when I get home. So, hey, by the way, if you're singing in the shower and you get shampoo in your mouth, is it then a soap opera? <laughs> Excuse me, can I ask you a question while you're stuck in traffic? <laughs> sure. Okay, should we be showering in the morning or showering in the night? In the morning. So you're only showering in the morning. Why do you not shower at night? Why only in the morning? I like to start the day fresh. Excuse me, officer, can I ask you a quick question? Oh, no. Am I being recorded? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay, really quick question. Uh-oh. Should we be showering in the morning or should we be showering in the night? Actually, either way works. Which one do you do? Night. You only shower in the night, so you get up and, and as is, right? You don't shower again? Well, I work shifts, mind you, so... Um, but generally at night, yes. Should we be showering in the night or in the morning? What should we be doing? What do you do? I mean, I think it depends on your preference. So I don't think there is a should depending on your routine, but I shower in the morning. So why, and you don't at night. Why do you prefer the morning, not the night? Because I typically work out in the morning and I definitely don't want to go to the office sweaty. So that's usually, it's a good motivator for me to like get my ass in the gym. Yeah. What happened to the cheetah who showered twice a day? (laughs) What happened? I don't know. (laughs) He ended up spotless. Oh! (laughs) Do you shower at night or in the morning when you get up? Um, No, I usually don't shower in the morning. I only shower when I get home. Solomon, are you showering at night or are you showering in the morning? Most days it's in the morning, yes. Hey, so we're shower buddies. That's the same as me. No, that's a little weird, but yes, we're shower buddies. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you a quick joke? Why did the burglar steal a shower? I don't know. He wanted to make a clean getaway. Excuse me, UPS guy. Can I ask you a quick question? Okay, do you shower at night or in the morning? Night. Not in the morning? Not in the morning, no. Why not in the morning? Uh, because, you know, they said, you know, it's not good for this skin. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so according to dermatologists, so the question was, do you shower at night? Should you shower at night or should you shower first thing in the morning? Because there right. is a correct answer according to dermatologists. They say it is far better for your skin if you shower at night. What? Also, sleep experts say that it also fits in better with your body's natural rhythms. So showering at night will actually help you sleep better. 
I have another study that says all that information is wrong. Okay. <laughs> that comes from the University of Mocha. Oh, okay, cool. Right? Yeah. In an article written called You Dutty Ass People. <laughs> hey, Kiss, it's Raza Mocha. Hey, Raza Mocha. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Good, it's Brittany from Rexdale as usual. Yo, Wait. Brittany from Rexdale. So um, I'm going to teach you guys about the showering thingy. So oh, okay. Growing up when I was little, yeah, my mom didn't like to, like, in the nighttime, I would definitely shower. In the morning, growing up Jamaican, there's something called tidy. So in the nighttime, you shower fully. In the morning, tidy means you wash down below. <laughs> yeah. And, like, your underarms and stuff. Yeah. Now, getting older... It depends on the season. If it's winter time, nobody likes getting up that early in the morning. Personally, I hate getting up in the morning, but in the nighttime, I would rather fully shower. And then in the morning, I, I work early, so I get up and go to work. But usually it's like both morning and night. But like most Caribbeans I know, it's in the nighttime and then in the morning you just tidy. You just tidy. And summertime, yes. And if it's summertime, you bathe all through, man. Morning, afternoon, whatever. Yeah, you no, you know what? And I think I'm one. pretty sure my parents. So, Brittany, my my family is Guyanese, and I'm yeah. pretty sure both my parents will shower at night and in the morning. That's where I get it yeah. from. Your mom like, just if, doesn't. Yeah. Your mom doesn't wake up and just tidy I'm, in the morning. No, no. <laughs> if I if I am outside, let's say I'm outside and I'm barbecuing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Even after I barbecue, I will go and take a shower to get that yeah. smoky smell out of my skin. Really? Before I go to bed, and oh. then even still in the morning, I'll I'll take another shower. Wow! I will do yard work. I will do yard work all day and mow the lawn when it's thirty degrees out. Cook, eat, maybe wash my hands. <laughs> wow. What? Maybe wash your hands. Okay. Sit down. Sit down and watch a movie. Uh, get a couple cans in me, and maybe if I'm feeling motivated, I'll take a shower. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Your mom would beat me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm like you. If I do shower, it's at night, and then I do a quick tidy uh, with a baby wipe the next morning. Yeah, okay, I don't know about a baby wipe. I do rag and soap. Oh, use a, a rag. <laughs> Mocha and I have gone through this before. When somebody when somebody calls a washcloth a rag, like a rag is what you 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 wax in the Camaro with. <laughs> or you wash in the floor. You know, you wash in the windows with. <laughs> Right? Oh my God! Hey, Brittany, amazing talking to you as always. Call us back anytime, yeah. okay? Anytime, love you guys. Yeah. Love you too. You restain right, a coffee a table day. with a rag. <laughs> you don't. You don't tidy down below with a rag. Yeah, the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. How are you boys doing? Great. How are you, boys? You want to play mouse charades? Who doesn't? Mouse charades, as it's called on the streets. And now it's time for the game everybody loves to play. It's like charades, but you make the noise of clues with your mouth. It's mouth charades. So get ready, get silly, and start to make those mouth charades. A Raza original. Yeah, so we all know charades, uh, but on the radio, we'll do mouth charades. And uh, it's, I'm going head to head with Mocha, as we always do. Maury will be the one who does the mouth charades. You will reach into the pot, pull out a word, a clue, and then you are only allowed to do the sound. With my mouth. With your mouth. That's what's called mouth charades. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah it's, Maury, you need to do the sound with your thighs. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
how else that would work with mouth charades. You'd still need a mouth, not it. <laughs> uh, your thighs already make enough noise in here as it is. So, uh, and uh, please sit on your hands while you do this because you do tend to pantomime a lot, which also uh, does give it away quite frequently. Uh, Mocha, I believe that you are in the lead, seeing as how yeah. I don't think I've ever got one, right? No, never. Uh, so, Maury, if Can you I would... Can I sit on my hands to get the clue? And uh, yeah, and how many seconds on the clock? Uh, it's 20 seconds, so you're going to okay. hear uh, a ding, and then you're going to hear 20 seconds of silence, yeah. and then the buzzer okay. ends the clock. There we go. Hold on. So uh, who am I reading for uh, first? Mocha will go first. He's in the lead. He's real good at it. Okay, Mocha, uh, 20 seconds on the clock. Damn it, Maury, are you ready? Yes. And go. Uh, 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 giving labor? A woman in labor. The wind. Uh, I think you got it. Yeah. Lemay's oh. breathing. Excuse me? What is it? <laughs> what did you just say? Lemay's breathing. Lemay's? <laughs> you mean Lamaze? <laughs> It's not a French maze, bro. Ross words. All right. You ready? Yeah. 20 seconds on the clock, Moore. Are you ready? Yeah. And go. Excuse me. What is that? I don't know what. Okay. Are you like a a woodchuck? Okay, you you look like Okay, you look like a tongueless something. <laughs> oh, are you a tongueless something? Hands clapping. Hands clapping. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, do the noise again? Do the noise again? <laughs> no. You know what you Why? look you know what you look Why like? Why is your bottom lip coming so far out of your face? Yeah, you look like you look like you're choking on a caramel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next okay. word. Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Damn it, Maury. Yeah. 20 seconds on the clock. Oh, that's the wind, the air. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, something stuck in the drain. Uh, water going down the drain. What is that? Uh, water. Uh, oh, God. What is that? What is that? Kettle boiling. Kettle what? Boiling. <laughs> that is a kettle boiling. Do it again. That was a kettle boiling. Okay. <laughs> Next. 20 seconds on the clock. Okay, I'm ready. This is a Ron's word and go. You. Okay. Are you. I, I don't know. I don't know what that sounds like a language, but I don't speak it. What is that? What is Pencil that? writing on paper. Excuse me! Excuse me! Uh. Uno mas, one more time, please. That's a pencil no, that's writing a, on no, paper. No. Okay. Mocha word. Mocha, here you go. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. 20 seconds on the clock. Uh, boots walking through leaves. Scraping. Uh, scraping. Oh. Uh, nails on a chalkboard. Oh, raking up leaves. 
What? Okay, pause for one second. Do whatever you were just doing right now. Now do pencil writing on paper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sounds the same. Okay, what was that? Scraping ice off a windshield. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> okay, last word to me. Okay, here we go. Roz, ready? In three, two, one. <laughs> oh, that was your lower intestine. <laughs> no, that's your large intestine, not your small intestine. It's a really unfortunate sound. I don't like that one. I don't like that. I don't know. What is that? I don't want to know what that is. Is it time? Yeah. Grinding teeth. Excuse me. Do that again. That's not grinding teeth. No, that's not. <laughs> that's not. That's your digestive system yeah. making poop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the sound of poop being manufactured inside your body. Nope, grinding teeth. No, it's not. <laughs> and that is how you play mouth charades. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We've talked so much over the years just about citizens' arrests because I find them fascinating. Like, what gives you the authority and what authority do you have other than just saying, like, I'm Citizen Mocha and I'm putting you under arrest? Like, does a person have to stick around? I've never witnessed one. Neither have I. But um, I would like to, though. A transit inspector, just this video of this, because everybody was around filming it. So I guess a woman was stealing mail. And then a transit inspector um, put her under a citizen's arrest. And the video... You just attacked him. Thanks. He just attacked me. You attacked him. I'm making a citizen's arrest, and you are required to stay. This is all on film. I made a citizen's arrest. You're required to stay. Don't touch you need to put 57439. Wow. Right there. See? Oh, you he want that like, info? I give you that info. Thank you. Right but like, in there. It's the fact that the transit guy keeps saying you're you you have to stay. But says who? I guess like the law says the law. Does it though? I don't know. I don't know anything about a citizen's arrest. I know Maury tried years ago when they made it more legal, I guess, yeah. for you to do citizen's arrest here. Ain't nobody stuck around for Dan and Maury at all. Excuse me. You jaywalked. And the new laws in Toronto say that I could citizen arrest you. How would you feel if somebody citizen arrested you? How would you catch me? Well, I just what I just did. I ran across the road. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to catch me. I wouldn't stand here and wait for you. Exactly. Excuse me. Citizen's arrest. You're not wearing a seatbelt. No. Excuse me. Excuse me. I noticed you jaywalked over there. It's now legal for me to run up to you and say citizens arrest for jaywalking. I don't really care. To oh. be honest. Excuse me. It is now legal to do citizens arrests and you are driving while using your cell phone. Do you know that's illegal? Yeah, okay. I'm not using it now. Oh. <laughs> right? Meanwhile, as soon as Moy walks away, the man's back on his phone. Thank you. But I don't know. I don't know. It's a really fascinating thing. But that was the first time in that clip, the first time I've ever heard somebody say in, in a serious way that I'm uh, making a citizen's arrest and you're required to stay put. Yeah. Like, do you I, hang on to their leg? Like, bear I, hug them? What do you do? 
Like legally, I don't know. Grab by the ear, like, like <laughs> sit down, like, like, right? Like in school when they've dragged you to the principal's <laughs> yeah. office. Like I imagine a citizen's arrest really is a whole lot like your mom catching you doing something terrible. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you're you're gonna get it. Yeah, it's like why don't you just run away? Well, because I can't. Because I got busted, and now <laughs> yeah. she has my ear, yeah. and I'm done for it. Citizens arrest. Uh, Leslie, what do you want to say? Well, I just wanted if you guys wanted any clarification on citizens arrest. Oh ah, hell yeah, sure. Have you ever made a citizen's arrest? Um, I have not. I'm a former law enforcement officer, so I haven't had the chance to do that as a civilian yet. Oh, hold on here. You you were the police? I used to be. Okay, here we go. So talk us through a citizen's arrest then, please. Okay, so section 494 of the criminal code says that any person, every person can affect a citizen's arrest if they see an offense being committed. The law changed a year or two ago when it used to be you had to find them committing, which means um, you have to see them do it. Okay. The law, the law has since changed to allow you. So if I see you steal something the day before, and I see you two or three days later, and I can identify you, I can citizens arrest you then. What? So let's say I'm walking down the street, and yep. I see Dammit Maury a couple feet ahead of me, and he rips open his ice cream bar, and he takes out wrapper and tosses it on the ground. Could I walk up to Dammit Mori and say I'm making a citizen's arrest because you littered? Uh, well, uh, here's the problem with, with littering. It's a, I believe it's a probably a bylaw as opposed to a criminal offense. Right. Mori um, would have to have a, uh, like a Slim Jim in a car door. Try, yeah. try, to, try to get into a car that he doesn't own. Not the Slim Jims that you eat, Dammit Mori. <laughs> Yeah, no, not not that. <laughs> Maury's not Maury's not trying to hijack a car with a beef stick. No. And, and the other thing, as it, you guys were talking about the level of force to retain to restrain somebody. Yeah. yeah. You're only allowed to use the minimum amount of force reasonable, and then you have to turn them over. What the criminal code says, force with, which means immediately yeah. to the police. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, I've never heard of anybody. I've never heard that there's a statement you have to make a citizen's arrest, but it does clarify what you're doing other than just putting but your what, hands on someone for no reason. But I, I think that the question is, like, what authority? Like, what if somebody's citizen's arresting me and then I just give them the finger and walk away? Like, what authority at that point? Like, if somebody says to me, I'm citizen arresting you, are, are, am I under, at that point, some sort of obligation to stay as I would be with the police? Um, well, I mean, there's, I guess in a, in a lawful society, we would expect that somebody would, would stay. But if they decide to resist or they become combative, um, common sense would have to prevail. You wouldn't want to put yourself in a position of danger. Right. Um, but is that where the bear hug comes in? But we're asking, were you, you, you could, listen, you could, you wouldn't, I don't, you wouldn't see prosecution likely if somebody did something, if somebody, you know, walked up and cold cocked a grandma walking down the street, would it be reasonable to put them in a bear hug to police officer? I think we'd say, we'd say so. Right. But you have to be mindful that you don't then end up assaulting them because then you potentially could get charged. <laughs> And oh, then they damn. citizen arrest you. Yeah. And it's a big back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and who wants that? Day ruiner. And then you're just sitting there on the sidewalk hugging each other, <laughs> waiting for the police to show up. <laughs> big old corner bear hug. Yeah. Damn. All right, Leslie, thanks so much for clarifying. You're welcome, guys. Be safe. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You know what's missing from airlines what's when you're that? flying with them? Gourmet meals. True. And you wouldn't think of eating a gourmet meal on a plane, but when you fly with Air Transat, they've partnered uh, with the great Quebec chef, Daniel Vizina, to offer some pretty spectacular gourmet meals 
on their flights. Yeah, I'll tell you, most times I fly, I actually will pass on the food. Yeah. Uh, but with this, it's four courses, as you said. He Damn. is a world-class chef. And when you start kind of dissecting the menu, it's really, really good. Like, this is not what you think of when you think of food on a flight. You get this for free up in club class on Air Transit. However, if you are flying in economy, you can order it ahead of time, 48 hours before your flight. Uh, costs you a little bit of money, but well, well, well worth it. If you want to check out the menu, uh, maybe you want to make your, your reservation right now, uh, hit up airtransat.com. All right, and uh, uh, let's take a phone call. Hey, Kiss, it's Raza and Mocha. Hi, guys, it's Terry. What's up, Terry? Well, I'm on my way to work, and I realize I haven't heard Pinched in a while. Oh. Yeah, it's been a while since I heard it. Okay, oh, what do okay. you what do you like about Pinched? I just find, well, the questions are interesting. Yeah, okay. I find it funny. Yeah, I find it hysterical. <laughs> Um, would you like us to play Pinched for you? If you guys haven't got anything else planned. Okay, we can uh, we can definitely play Pinched for you. We'll do that, uh, I don't know, and like we'll play a song and come back and play Pinched. Yeah, love it. That'd be great. Okay. Thanks, Terry. Love you. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. By request, yes. everybody loves this game. Gentlemen, damn it, Maury, Mocha, would you like to play Pinched? We don't have a choice. It's by request. <laughs> New game alert! New game alert. Okay. This is pinched. There we go. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so pinched, a classic trivia game. Mocha versus Dammit Mori in between them. A, a giant pile of wooden clothes pegs. Get a question wrong, you get pinched, meaning your opponent gets to take one of those clothes pegs and put it anywhere on your body that they see fit. Uh, Dammit Mori, can I hear your buzzer, please? Mocha, can we hear yours? Once again, Dammit Mori. And for the people, Mocha. There we go. Mocha is the uh, the lower tone of the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, your categories today are, you're such an animal. <laughs> yeah. And hey, want to buy, uh, these would be famous taglines. Oh, okay. Uh, Mocha. <laughs> Mocha, uh, you can you can choose first. Uh, I'm gonna, the the second one. The second one. It? Hey, want to buy? Uh, okay, cool. Famous taglines. Sure. I'm gonna give you the tagline. You tell me the company. Okay. Where's the beef? Uh, Maury. Um, Oscar Mayer. Nope. Mocha. Wendy's. Correct. Oh. Uh, you remember that old lady in the commercial? She would always be like, "Where's the, the beef? beef?" Okay. Now, Mo- okay, Mocha has a clothes peg. Okay. And where is he? Open going your mouth for a sec. Maury, open your mouth for a sec. Right on the little, he always starts on the very, very corner of the lip because that's where it really it smarts a lot. There you go. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on in the category of, hey, want to buy uh think different. Maury. <sighs> Apple. Correct. Oh. <laughs> Mocha, come on, man. I was going to say like Microsoft or something. <laughs> oh, he's, ow, okay, wait, ow, oh, oh, you have to tell me at hold least. On. Jeez, Maury just ran Holy right God. in there. <laughs> Oh, trying to get on the back of my neck. Ow! Why are you stabbing me, bro? Okay, Maury's going on the back of the neck. We've yet to see somebody go on the back of the neck. Jeez! Ow! Gosh, man! Okay, I think that now you're just like, you're just stabbing him. You're not trying to pinch The idea is pinched, Maury. Ow! Yikes! It's Maury. I'm going to say, Maury, you're going to have to go with something that protrudes. It's very difficult to... To, to pinch. Oh my goodness. To pinch skin. Oh, he's going on the. the, the oh, the, oh okay. right there. Where did he put it? Just like on his hair, beard? The beard hair. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. Fine. <laughs> that doesn't actually look like it hurts that much. All right. Moving on, gentlemen. Uh, don't leave home without it. Maury. Don't leave home without it is uh, American Express. Correct Amundo. <sighs> category again is hey, want to buy a. Uh... Ow! 
again on my uh, neck. Okay, Maury, if Maury. it didn't work the first time when you were stabbing me in the neck, okay. it's not going to work yeah. this time. Maury, Pick yeah. another place Maury, on my face. Just go somewhere right. that, that protrudes. On my beard again. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> that doesn't even look like it hurts. Like, you're, it, you're pinching it, hair. It really doesn't that because point. it's just pinching hair. Okay, rounding out the category. <laughs> hey, want to buy uh, uh, the quicker picker-upper? <sighs> Maury. Uh, quicker picker-upper is uh, garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> that looking, doesn't count. Looking, looking for the company name, gentlemen. Uh, it's Glad. No, Glade. it is not. Oh, the quicker picker-upper is Bounty. The kitchen towels. Oh, oh right. yeah. Jeez. Oh, like Charmin. All right. No, like Bounty. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on to the category of you're such an animal. Okay. These are uh, people with animal names, by the way. Oh. Okay. Maverick's co-pilot in Top Gun. Uh, Mocha. Goose. Yes, sir. All right. Maury. Maury just lifted up his shirt. That yeah. is a lot of hair. Yeah. I don't want to do that. No. Um, okay. Lift up your everything. shirt. There's so much, like okay. various patches of hair. Yeah. It's so weird. You don't know, oh, right on the belly button? Yeah. Oh my God. Ow. We have yet to see one on the belly button. <laughs> oh, it looks like a wooden umbilical cord. Also, because the, the because there's a clothes peg now in Maury's belly button, Maury just went to put his shirt down, but it stopped because the clothes peg blocked it. So now it's just the bottom half of Maury's belly sticking out. All right. Okay, uh, continue on with the category of you're such an animal. Lost his hair, lost his wife, won the Masters. Maury. Bubba Watson. Nope, it's Tiger Woods. Correct, Mocha. All these names are uh, animals, Maury. The category is you're such an animal. Please open your mouth again. Ow! Okay. There's a filling. Okay, moving on to the category of you're such an animal. Uh, wait, Brian Austin Green married who? Uh, Mocha. Megan Fox. Correct. Aha! I was going to say Tiffany Thiessen. No, animal no. names, Maury. The category is you're such an animal. I don't know how many times I could tell you this, but every answer is going to have an animal name of like right a real person. Right on the right ear. Okay. Left ear, sorry, left okay. ear. Okay, and finally, rounding out the category of you're such an animal. Uh, final category of today's round of pinched. Probably the greatest skateboarder of all time. Mocha. Tony Hawk. Correct him on Dell. Wow, Maury, you got smoked. <laughs> Maury is in legit shock right now. <laughs> okay, I still Maury, don't get the category. I'm, Maury. Okay, Maury, the category was you're such an animal. Every answer was the name of a person whose name is an animal. Okay? So when I said you're such an animal is a category, and I say he lost his hair, lost his wife, but won the Masters. Bubba Watson. No. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for the, right left the, nose, nostril. the left nostril. Oh! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah! <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to pinch Maury, your nose. It's because you're, Maury, it's, it's, be, it's because you're moving, man. Okay, so. <laughs> I taste okay, blood. Okay, Mocha, you have one, two, both on the beard hair, <laughs> like not even on your skin, I which told, is super weird. Can I tell you? I, yeah. I forgot that they were even there. Okay, and uh, Maury, you have one on the ear, two on the lip, and two right in the belly button. Today's winner. Overwhelmingly, Mocha. overwhelmingly, today's winner. Uh, Mocha, congratulations. Hey! And that's how you play pinched. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did you see this Google thing call a hair salon and make an appointment? What? Okay, so Siri, remember when Siri came out? Everybody's like, Siri, what's the date? And then Siri would answer the date, and everybody's like, oh my mind God. Mind blown. This, this is, is the like future. Mind blown. And then everybody sort of jumped on the AI train and it's accelerating so fast. Okay. So Google Assistant is the sort of new jam. Yeah. And they had, during a presentation, they showed this clip where Google Assistant calls a hair salon to make an appointment and talks to a real person 
but the real person on the other end of the phone does not know that they're talking to a robot. What? Okay. Uh, the robot, your robot, my robot, anybody's robot, Google calls Assistant. Calls to make an appointment for me. Calls a hair salon to make an appointment. Talks to a real person. The real person does not know they're talking to a robot because it's so lifelike. I, wh- I, I, what? Listen to the clip. Oh, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um- Hold on a second. Yep. That one that said... Hi, I'm calling to book an appointment for a client. Yeah. That's Google Assistant. Yeah, and she says stuff like, um, t- listen. Oh, how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. What the f- Are you serious? Yeah. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like. What service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. Right? Okay, come on. (laughs) But how does Google Assistant know that Lisa, Yeah. her first option obviously is 12 p.m. They don't have that. Yeah. But how does Google Assistant know that Lisa is going to be okay with the 10 o'clock appointment Because or Google Assistant also controls the schedule and has access to Lisa's calendar. Right. <laughs> Dude, that's wild. There's no way that's real. That can't be real. That, Is that real? That's the future. That's, that's the future. That's not real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Google Assistant will be able to make actual phone calls for you. This, is their, this was their big presentation yesterday. So, like, I could say to Google... Make me an appointment for like 7 p.m. dinner at the keg. Yeah. And Google Assistant will call. Yes. And if they can't get you into one keg, they'll get you into another keg. Will Google Assistant talk to your spouse for you? No. No. Come on, Maury. Just just, just, (laughs) we're trying to do. If you wanted to make you a dinner reservation, it can do that. It's not going to get you out of a a web of lies that you've constructed. (laughs) So we're not but, there yet. So, like, the thing is this, though, is that at what point does... Like, I'm, like, at what honestly, point my does mind the, is blown I know. Right at what point does the AI sort of build a conscience? So, you know, it'll be something like this. So you will call your boss. Yeah. And you'll go, <coughs> listen, I'm really not feeling that well today. I'm not going to be able to come in. And your boss is going to go, oh, my God, don't even worry about it. And then you're going to put your phone down. And then Google's going to call your boss and go, <coughs> yeah, Maury just lied. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Hi, I just want to tell you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like Maury it becomes, just lied. becomes the honesty robot. Yeah. Like By the way, what, I I know about this job. If you need someone to come in. Yes. It's crazy. Send me all the information. It's crazy. Because well, it's going to start crazy. learning your patterns Dude, and everything. That's, like, why, that's why I don't have this stuff in my house. This is next level. I, you know, Are I've, you kidding me? I'm down. You know, I've never once used Siri. 
Are you serious? No, nope, it's never once been turned on on my phones. Oh, I love I will, Siri. No, I've never once used Siri. I will not have any of this in my home. We have Google Home at home, nope. and it'll answer. We won't even be talking to it. We could be just watching a show, and Google Home will answer the TV. Yeah, see, I and don't And Matthew's want convinced there's someone on the other end listening to us. Of course there is. Holy. Yeah, because how else does it know? Of course there is. Yeah. Dude, All that, that is insane. So right? when is this? Go- I, that, that I don't know. I have no idea. But that was just a big presentation. Yeah. Here, here's what's, here's they what's about that. The technology's available. Yeah. Oh, game changer. I'm down, <laughs> y'all. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on, guys? What up, y'all? Uh, Roz, do have Siri. It's Maury. <laughs> Not for accurate information, though. Siri, Maury would be out of a job. Yeah, do you? I wish we had a running total of every time I've needed something, a question answered on the show, and I look through the glass and I go, Maury? And he looks at me and goes, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> no, it's I'm thousands. Not, thousands. <laughs> I'm not saying your Siri is, is, you know, good. You have a defective Siri called Maury. Yeah, no, you're right. I have the original. <laughs> the beta. Yeah. I got the I got the beta. I got beta Siri. It's just like filled with flaws. Yeah, it's like full of kinks. Yeah. <laughs> no one can figure out how to no, fix it. it it's, There's like it's, no update for it yeah, whatsoever. I know. Why would version yeah. one lie so much? Like what why why would people need that in their lives? Yeah. Hey, I have a question about this. Like I'm now fascinated. Uh, with this Google Assistant. Yeah. By the way, who's but, on the phone? Is this Frank? No, it's Coach Will. I have, oh, um, Coach Will. What's yeah, up? Coach Will. I have, Co- I have uh, Google Mini, and I love it. Do like, you? I love it. So yeah, here's, here's what I want to know about this new Google Assistant, right? So the clip that we played at the from the presentation yesterday, so the assistant called the hair salon, and because the assistant knows the owner's... Time frames. Time frames. Schedule yeah. was able to say, "Hey, we want this uh, this uh, hair appointment for my client yeah. at 12 p.m." The real life person at the salon said, "Sorry, we don't have 12 p.m. available." Yeah. And the assistant says, "Okay, well, can you make whatever time before 10 sure. 10 o'clock work?" Right? Will we get to a point? You think where Google Assistant? I will say to Google Assistant, "Okay, Friday to Sunday, I want you to." Find me a flight to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I want you to get me bottle service at Jewel Nightclub, and I need you to find me the cheapest room at Aria. Uh, I would say everything except maybe the bottle service at the nightclub because that may require dealing with multiple people. Right. I don't no, think you can just. I, I don't think I you can just. Call, I mean, can you call up and just order bottle service over the phone? If that's the case, then yeah. yes, they'd be able to do that, one hundred percent. But yeah, if, you have, if you have to like finesse that. somebody, I don't know yeah. if you're going to be able to do that. But if it's just something that can be done over the phone or done online, one hundred percent. Dude, that is. You know that I, is insane, man. I've never used Siri. Yeah. I I don't have any of this. I I've never used the cloud at all. At all, dude. I store everything in the cloud. Oh, no, I've never. No, I've never. I've never used the cloud. Um, I've never deposited money into an ATM. Like I've never put a check what? into an ATM. Dude, you are like and old school. Don't trust anyone. I'm old anyone school. I don't trust. Do you, do you do have, banking do, on your phone or no? What's that? Do you do even banking on your phone? Or I no? did banking on my phone for the first time maybe about three months ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Do you have a safety deposit box? Nobody has that. Uh, That's not true. I don't actually. You should at my bank? No. You Why should. do I need that? Maury, if anybody in this room needs <laughs> to put secret stuff in a safety deposit box, it's you. Yeah, you know what? I don't. Yeah, but I should. store all my information in the, the cloud. Okay, let me tell you what. Let me tell so you. Wait, what? what? Well, hold on, Ross. Yeah. Why? Why do you 
do not bikes do not ever deposit a check for anything. I don't trust putting my hard-earned money into a an ATM machine. And I just didn't at the beginning. Yeah. And I know now it's kind of foolproof and everything else sure. and it's fine, but I've just never done it. And then I just stopped getting checks, right? So I just stopped. I, my opportunities to put money into a machine. You can now just use ATMs deposit. without an envelope. You could just shove the Dude, cash Catherine in. Catherine takes a picture of a check and it goes into her yeah. bank account. Instantly, yeah. Instantly, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do that no, no, no. all the time. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, don't do, I don't do that. And I don't use the cloud. The best explanation, and I don't remember what comic said it or what show it was on, but uh, the best explanation for me for the cloud was, there's no such thing as the cloud. There's only such thing as someone else's computer. (laughs) And that's where all your stuff is. Your stuff is not protected in some weird atmospheric thing. Your stuff is sitting on someone else's computer. Yeah, I don't want want to give that kind of access to somebody I don't know. Damn. Hey, Coach Will, always appreciate the phone call, brother. All right, take care, guys. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So in my ear. I'm like that girl that got a cockroach in her ear. Ew. What? You didn't hear that story? No. The girl that had the cockroach in her ear? Oh, oh. gross. No. No. Yeah. Oh, no. And Absolutely then I, not. And I think what happened was they tried to get the cockroach out, and they only got half of it out. It, what? Yeah, they only managed to pull out like half of it, so she still like had it broke it. apart. Yeah, so she still had, I believe, half a cockroach in her That's ear. That's so gross, dude. Yeah, that is so gross. I sent you the clip. You have the clip over there if you want to play it. This is just her sort of going on about uh, the cockroach in her ear. I had a meltdown. My husband came and he checked with his iPhone flashlight and he <laughs> confirmed that it it was a roach sticking out. <laughs> I was too overwhelmed and too um, traumatized to like really look at it. If you get a glass of hard liquor, um, vodka, um, bourbon, something hard, you actually put a little bit in, in the ear and that will instantaneously kill the bug. Yeah. And again, I was weeping and horrified because <laughs> I thought everything was out. That's what I was told. And I didn't have any lidocaine on board at this point, so I could feel everything and hear everything. Uh. So it was it was pretty disgusting. Oh, God, that is so gross. Ah, that is so gross, dude. Ah, that's nasty. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, and now that she says, so uh, gross. And, uh, and now she says that she, um, I believe that she sleeps with uh, cotton in her ears now. Does it not surprise you that this doesn't happen more often? No. Gross. That is disgusting. Yeah, I'll tell you, I lived in one place in Toronto <sighs> when I first moved to this city, and we had a lot of cockroaches. We had a lot of everything, but we had we had an excessive amount of cockroaches. And the rule was between I lived it with my brother and another guy. And the rule was you had to kill fifteen before bed. Right? That was just a rule. You had to take care of that's, fifteen cockroaches on your own before no, you went to bed. I'd Each move. person? Each person. So that's over thirty. It's, yes, Maury. It's that's over thirty. How much <laughs> over thirty is that, Maury? 30, Forty-five. Right. <laughs> And I used to, because I found out, and whether it was true or not, I don't know, but I heard Oof. that cockroaches tend to gravitate towards dark, moist places, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I would sleep in undies no. for fear that a cockroach would go up my bum because <laughs> I didn't know a lot about cockroaches. <laughs> and then one morning, this is when I decided that we had to move. One morning I woke up and I went to go to the bathroom yeah. and I walk into the bathroom, which had no door. And I walk into the bathroom and I just pull the front of my undies down. Oh my God, dude, don't even. To go pee. Yeah. And a cockroach had been stuck in the elastic in between my skin and the elastic of my undies. And then, and then 
it fell out into the toilet in front of me. Oh, no. And it was just there in the toilet. And for one quick second, I was like, oh, my God, at least it's dead. And then as soon as that thought hit my head, this thing just sprung to life and was trying to get back out of the toilet after oh it had fallen. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was sleeping. It was sleeping. It found a nice cozy place to sleep in between my skin and the like, elastic oh, of my undies. So warm. And so we slept together. <laughs> you spooned a roach. <laughs> I spooned a roach. <laughs> yeah. So it was at that point I realized we had to move. The roach then had to do a flush, it was at that a flush point. of shame. It was at that point <laughs> yes. you decided to move. Oh, that oh that's so gross, dude. <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Billboard announced uh, yesterday that Janet Jackson will receive its Icon Award at uh, this month's 2018 Billboard Music Awards. <laughs> um, she will also perform live during the show, marking her first televised performance in nine years. Wow, really? Very yeah. exciting. Yeah, in nine years. Uh, icon, right? Yeah, oh, the Rhythm Nation is ready for her. Right. Who's more iconic, Madonna or Janet Jackson? Madonna. Janet Jackson. Madonna. Oh, snap. Why do you say that? Go. Madonna has been a longer trendsetter. More people no, have, I don't agree. have been influenced by Madonna. She has done more for many different communities. Janet Jackson is an incredible performer, mm-hmm. but Madonna is a stronger presence and a stronger icon. Absolutely not. Hands no, down. No, no way. Wow. Janet Jackson, far bigger artist. What has artist. Janet Jackson done? Okay. For, the, for people. Let's just, you, okay, let's you, let me, let me pause, pause, bought, gentlemen. Anyone, pause, pause. Let me just, okay, so here we go. Uh, let's start with the influence on fashion. Who had the bigger influence on Madonna. fashion? Madonna. Janet Jackson. Madonna or Janet Jackson? Madonna. Janet Jackson. <laughs> Every time Madonna did something, the world went out and bought it. She wore cowboy hats. We all wore cowboy hats. Dude, you were just praising Janet Jackson and her Rhythm Nation. Yeah, yeah I love Janet Jackson, but the minute Roz said, who's a bigger icon? Also, can you just pause for one second? Out of all the things that you could have pulled from Madonna's fashion statements over the years, you said when she wore a cowboy hat, we all went out and got cowboy hats. <laughs> out of all the things Madonna had, the, all the influence that she has had on fashion. Cowboy hats had existed a long time, bro. Okay. A long time before Madonna wore it. Okay, so now let's get to the music. Sure. Madonna. Oh, Janet Jackson, are you nuts? Okay. Madonna has changed her sound for since 1979 when she came sometimes, out. Sometimes, though, not for the better. Yeah. Granted, sometimes not for the better, but things like Ray of Light Major- was one of the most iconic records. And Janet, song, Janet sure. Jackson has also changed her sound. Madonna yeah, but- has more songs on the on the charts. Okay, now let's How talk many? about let's talk about that. this. How many? You don't know that. I know that she said more than Janet Jackson. Okay, let's talk raw talent. Oh, Janet Jackson. R- like can sing live, can dance and sing live. Wait, okay, I've been to a Madonna show and I've been to a Janet Jackson show. <laughs> Madonna so puts on a spectacle. She no, comes no, no, out no, 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 Showmanship, Janet Jackson. Have you never? You said you went to a live <laughs> Janet Jackson show, and yeah. you were just praising By her way, live show. The conversation yeah. is: who's the bigger icon, Janet Jackson or? Can I um, now Madonna? bring up what I brought up a moment ago about Madonna's performance? No, because you already said it. Moving on, uh, next category: so Influ- what I said. influence on gay culture. Oh, Madonna! Janet Jackson. Madonna, what are you talking about? <laughs> are you out of your mind, dude? Every gay person I know, they've. Yeah. Always, always talk so highly about Janet Jackson's influence on 
them on the way they live their life. Yeah, on but the you're way not they asking them in themselves. about both Madonna and Janet. If you went to those people, what gay people do you know? <laughs> Mark, Mark, you're such a troll. Like you're what a world class. You know? I'm your gay friend. Mark's face is so red. He's so red right now. Bro, I don't even care about these two people. Yeah. Madonna has a stronger influence on the LGBTQ community. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, what's going on? It's Roz and Mocha. I just wanted to do a call. I, um, I think you guys are hilarious. Uh, I, I listen to you every morning. Um, you just make my day. I just want to let you know that. Thank huh. you, man. Really appreciate that. What's your name? I'm uh, Trevor. Trevor, where do you listen from? Um, I'm in uh, Kingston right now. Oh, okay, cool. Now, do you li- do you listen to us on the Kingston station? Yeah, the 1027. Oh, nice, killer, oh, amazing. That's that's wicked, dude. Yeah, and uh, I love your guys' laugh. That just makes the day. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. What do you what do you do for a living out there in Kingston, Trevor? Uh, I run a heavy equipment. Oh, nice. Damn, that's like cool. a real dude's job, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. How many hours are you putting in every day? Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen hours a day? <laughs> are you the boss of the job? No, I'm at the I'm at the bottom of the totem pole. Oh, <laughs> oh man, what no consists of heavy equipment hours. versus light equipment? Yeah. What Maury wants to know what what is considered heavy equipment? Like you never see anybody say I work with light equipment. Oh, <laughs> so heavy equipment is like. Um, like a photocopier. Oh, no, no, like big machines. Like oh, oh. <laughs> Come on. I don't think somebody like Trevor is working 16 hours a day hauling photocopiers. Depends on how far he has to haul it. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so, for example, Trevor, what are you hauling today? Uh, we do uh, gravel. That's what uh, I load the, the gravel into the trucks and all that. Yeah. Oh, damn. Jeez, so, I have to sit in the air conditioner and the radio on with the heated seats on, but it's it's all right. It's not a bad job. Right? Yeah, if you're hauling con- you're hauling concrete. I guess you you have a very hard job. Yeah. <laughs> What's to do? <laughs> Sorry, I just need, I just wanted to cement that one in there. Yeah. You're loving it. Hey, Trev, listen, man, we appreciate uh, you taking time out of your day to listen to us, and uh, especially for calling us, and enjoy your day out there in Kingston. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, yeah, wait, bro. real quick, Trevor, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> Why not? Come on, man. It's Mocha. Oh. <laughs> Great, thanks. Thank you, brother. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye. Later. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. They were asking people, what do you hate the most when it comes to household chores? Right? Yeah. And cleaning the toilet was number one on the list. Okay. Oh, and then cleaning the oven was number two. Who in the hell cleans their oven? Matthew, Die. every week. I can't remember the last time we cleaned the oven. Like, to be you, honest have, with you. You, you put it on the clean setting and it heats up to like 800 degrees and just burns everything out that's on the inside. Are you supposed to spray something in it? No, it's super toxic. Yeah. Don't ever spray. No, but you're supposed to scrape or whatever and you spray water. Yeah. Uh, washing the windows is at number three. Yeah. Uh, removing hair from the drain is at number four. Dude? Yeah. Okay. Can I tell you? <laughs> last month I had yeah. to do that. Yeah. In our master ensuite. Yeah. And there was some like real tick hair. So that's your that girl's was... hair though, right? Hold on. Oh let me, no. Let me finish. Oh no. So we have two sinks in there. Yeah. One's mine, one's Jenna's. So the stuff that I pulled out of Jenna's, yeah, sure, it's hers, right? Yeah. The clumps and clumps of dirty, nasty, smelly hair that I pulled out from my sink was not mine. So how, what is that then? Had to have been 
from the previous owners. Hold on now. Hold on. Had to have been, How long have you been in that house now? We've only been in the house for like three years. Okay, okay, hold on here. And and, and we bought that house from the original owners. So they had lived, and that house was built in 99. How far down were you going for hair? I just, this is going to sound real gross. (laughs) Yeah. But. (laughs) More gross? This I is the point kept, it's going to sound I, I kept like fishing well, and well, I can feel. But what were you fishing with? I had this super long um, like hooky you a, screwdriver. You had an instrument. Yeah. And so, and yeah, you're, kept, so you're going down the sink yeah. into the tube. And I was like pulling Pull. and like just clumps were coming out. Yeah. But as I'm fishing more out, I can, it was like resistance. Yeah. So it was like tearing at the hair. Oh, pulling, yeah. And then so I would reach back down in and fish another yeah. clump and then fish another clump. Yeah. Now is that more oh, is that, that is, oh God, is that I'm more soul crushing than cleaning the toilet? Because cleaning the toilet was number one on this list, but you describing that right now, removing hair from a drain and unclogging the sink, you'd hit number four and number five all at the same time. Oh, God, that's so gross. To me, that is more vile than cleaning a toilet. Oh, the toilet thing is disgusting. No, though. I don't think so. I, I think I, if you're a disgusting person and you misuse the toilet, then it is I, well, a, a I get in a trouble for it all task. the time. Matthew sends me back in to clean the toilet because I, I my bum misaims. Your bum misaims. <laughs> How big is your ass? That you <laughs> miss? The what way the mean? toilet is designed, for some reason, my bum doesn't align okay, with. I'm gonna. Okay, I'm just gonna say something right now. That what all, is it? A triangle. All, all toilets triangle are toilet? fairly designed, roughly the same sort of way, and they work for I would say the vast majority of people in this world who use toilets. Then I'm so sitting if it askew. doesn't if it doesn't work for you. Maybe it's you. So I'm thinking I'm sitting askew because it's missing the water. When you go to the toilet, just out of curiosity, <laughs> do you sit frontwards or backwards? Like, can you hug the back of the toilet? <laughs> are you straddling the like, toilet? Are you, like, <laughs> yeah, how are you sitting? How do you are you sit? sitting sideways? I sit, but I kind of sit like close sit to the edge. Sl- like, like, I don't sit all, like, I don't cover the bowl. Why not? You sit on the edge. I kind of sit resting on the edge. Like there's Why? like spa- I don't know. It's just how it happens. Like if you wanted to, I could come behind you. We could both go at the same time. Hundred percent. Wow, that is strange. <laughs> yeah, you're a weird guy, man. <laughs> so my husband's like, I did not marry a child. Go in there and clean yeah, your toilet. That's super weird, dude. I find cleaning the toilet is probably the easiest. We just use the brush, right, and put it back in the holder. Yeah, you spray, yeah. brush, paper light, towel, done. Your, your Lysol, right? Uh, so anyway, gel. so so that's what they say is the most soul crushing chores to do. Cleaning the toilet was number one, but removing hair from the drain and unclogging the sink was number four and five, which I think is far Why more. Why don't disgusting. you just use Drano? I, no, 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 you can't. You got to. You got to. Can get I tell you? Out. I did use Drano. Yeah, and it was no match for that. No, twenty year old clogged up hair <laughs> from the previous owners. <laughs> 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 The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So we know Katy Perry sent a, a, an actual olive branch to Taylor Swift to sort of say, I guess I'm sorry. She surrendered. And I, I thought it was kind of a jerk move for Taylor to, to post that video because yeah. nobody's expecting them to become close friends. So this nah. is just, hey, let's not be nasty to each other. Uh-huh. And Taylor took the opportunity what it seems like anyway, to say, oh, look, she finally apologized to me. Yeah. Look, everybody. Because in the video, she didn't say, hey, look, I got an olive branch and a lovely note. This means a lot. I feel the same way. Or I would love to work this out. Or I would love to whatever. But she didn't say that. No. She just so, said, oh, look, look yeah. who's apologizing, basically. 
Which, when you look at the, the the full story, the grand scheme of things, it really should have been Taylor Swift to apologize to Katy Perry. 100%. Because Taylor Swift is in the wrong yeah. in this entire situation. And Katy Perry really came out guns blazing at the beginning of this whole run that she's doing with her new album. She yeah. was out for blood with Taylor Swift. But then if you remember, the Manchester massacre happened at the Ariana Grande show, and that changed yeah. everything. That's when Katy Perry became all about love, yeah. changing lyrics and so on and so forth. Um, because if you also remember that Swish Swish song, yes, was directly at was directed to Taylor Swift. Yeah, and then Manchester happened, and then she s- stopped talking yeah. about that. The whole narrative of everything changed. Of course. Katy Perry did her first three interviews for this new album all about the feud with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then it completely changed. So now Taylor was on stage. This was from her first show on Monday night. Uh, Taylor Swift on stage um, talking about her feud with Kim Kardashian. Wait, what? Because do you remember, Kim Kardashian is the one that started the whole snake thing with the snake emojis. After the Kanye song, I Made You Famous, Taylor said, I didn't give approval, and then Kim posted the video. So listen to this. It's a little bit hard to hear, but listen. A couple of years ago, someone called me a snake on social media. years ago somebody called me a snake on social media yeah and then she goes on to say how it was tearing her apart and she didn't know if she could go on everything else but again what happened was is that she came out kanye released the song i made you famous or taylor swift i I made that bitch famous or whatever he said and then she went out on the on the stage to accept an award saying don't let anybody take credit for your fame and then Kanye was like, whoa, I had your permission and your approval to use those words because I was on the phone with you. And she was like, no, you didn't. And that's when Kim released the video of that phone call and put up the snake emojis. Can I ask a question? Yes. When there's all this evidence, right, yes. that exists in the world. Yes. Where Taylor Swift is clearly in the wrong. Yes. Why is she still out here in the public playing the victim because that's when we all know the truth but everybody knows the truth it seems like everybody knows the truth yeah and the only person to not accept the the truth even with the evidence out there is taylor swift yeah and and taylor swift's entire operation from day one has been built on her playing the part of the victim that's her whole thing always that's but this makes her look even worse when we all know Yeah, had based she, on the evidence yes. that's been presented to us. Yes. Had she gone on there, sitting at the piano, and said, "Hey, listen, can you put some nice piano music on for me? I'm going to redo Taylor Swift's speech for." Okay, hold on. Okay, here we go. Okay. So instead of saying, "A few years ago, somebody on social media called me a snake," <laughs> and it ruined me, what she should say is. A couple of years ago, I got busted in a lie. I lied. Everybody lies. I was in a position that I didn't know how to get out of. I didn't know what to do. You know when you're around a group of people and they start saying stuff and cracking jokes about things that you don't really think is funny, but you go along with it because you don't know what to do? That's a position that I was in. 
And so when I was on the phone with Kanye, he started playing me these lyrics to a song. And he's Kanye. We all love Kanye. And I didn't want to say no. How do you say no to Kanye West? So I said yes. And then I realized how bad it hurt. That was my true feelings. And then when they asked me about it, I said, yeah, I was, I was hurt and I was offended by it because I actually was. But meanwhile, I knew that in that moment when I should have said, no, Kanye, this is wrong, I didn't. I said, yes, this is awesome, Kanye, you're a genius. Because that's what everybody says to Kanye, that you're a genius. And so I lied. I lied and I got caught. And then Kim Kardashian called me a snake on social media. Maybe I deserved it, maybe I didn't, but it hurt nonetheless. Now on with the show. That's what you say. I agree. That's what you say. Oh, beautiful words, Taylor Swift. Right. I, I believe you now. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. There's a guy on hold who loves Big Macs more than anybody I know loves Big Macs. Yeah, Don Gorski. 30,000 is the number to beat, apparently, wow. if you're looking to break a Big Mac wow. eating record. Wow. Started eating them, like, I think before you and I were even born. Yeah, early 70s, this Early guy. 70s, started eating Big Macs. He just hit 30,000 Big Macs over the weekend. Hey, Don, how are you, man? It's Ron Zamoka. Hey, how you doing? Doing Good great. Morning. You hit up McDonald's yet or what? Uh, no, this is off early in the morning to go to McDonald's. Okay. Oh, okay. So so 30,000, huh? Yeah, finally made her. <laughs> how did you, where, how, and like, give, talk us through where you were when you had the 30,000th Big Mac. Did you make it somewhere special? Uh, I just had it at uh, McDonald's where I, I've bought most of my, you know, my Big Macs. Uh, the uh, military McDonald's and Final like I've, eat, I've bought more than 29,000 of my Big Macs there. Yeah, where, where did you eat it? Uh, I ate it right there. Um, uh, I invited a lot of the people that were part of my habit through all the years, and <laughs> we, we kind of had a big old party there, and so uh, we had that at a Friday at 3 o'clock. We had our little party at McDonald's. Did they prepare it in any special way, or it was just like a regular Big Mac the way you've had it for years and years and years? Well, they made the same you know type of Big Mac as I've had year after year. Uh, it's just that they kind of uh, waited till I was done with my presentation, and then while the guy was doing a, like a little proclamation thing, they made it and then brought it out on a platter for me. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty nice. So what is it about the Big Mac that you just love so much that you have one like every day? Uh, it's, uh, I say for me, my favorite f- food was always hamburger. And uh, the best double burger in the world is the Big Mac. And so I, I just fell in love with the sandwich that way. Uh, and so how many a day do you eat? Uh, it's uh, <clears throat> two a day. And uh, if you figure it out over the 46 years, it comes out to... 1.8 a day. So there's a lot of days I just ate one, but most days I eat two. What a failure you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Wait, so do you go to McDonald's every single day, or do you go like on one day and you stock up and you keep them at home? Okay, I, I, I go twice a week. Um, on Mondays, I always get six, and then on Thursdays, I get eight, and that gives me my 14 a week. Wow. Uh, out of the 14 Big Macs, I only eat two fresh ones every week. The other 12 are microwaved. So we, it's just the way I like them. That's so wild because we know that a Big Mac is at its best when it's freshly made in the box, in your hands, down the mouth, right? Like that's Big Mac right. at its best. Big Macs aren't necessarily at their best when they're in the fridge for a couple of days and then microwaved. Like why not just go every day? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I just don't uh, like going there every day. Uh, for me, it's just handier just uh you know, we'll grab one out of the refrigerator when I'm hungry and, and microwave it. Uh, like for me, I get hungry at different times, and I usually don't want to eat unless I'm hungry. So right. it's just just handier for me to 
grab one out of the fridge and then to say, you know, go to McDonald's at 11 this day or 1.30 the next day, uh, it's just easier for me to microwave them. Do you ever have fries with them or no? Uh, very seldom. I, I have fries maybe once a month. So it's just a Big Mac on its own. So you don't order like a combo or anything? Uh, no. Uh, like I say, when I go to McDonald's, I'm just buying you know the Big Macs in bulk, and then I bring them home with me. <laughs> uh, do you ever call the McDonald's uh, uh, ahead of time and say, hey, it's Don. I'm coming to pick up my order today. Can you just have them ready to go? Uh, no, I really don't have to do that because when I walk in the door, there's always somebody that yells, Don's here because that means they got to start making at least six plates. Right. <laughs> right. And then... <laughs> I love it. That, that kind of throws a wrench in their order day, you know. They got to get, you know, usually if they, they're pretty busy, and so to do six Big Macs at a crack, they just like to be uh, yell at the guys and tell them to get ready, you know. Have you ever tried anything else at McDonald's other than the Big Mac, or is that, like, the only sandwich you'll have? It's the only thing I ever have, really. Uh, the yeah. only time I ever eat anything different is, like, say, if uh, uh, my boys or something don't finish something up, you know, then I'd always eat it and stuff, but... I'm trying to think of the last time I ate something other than uh, a Big Mac there. It's been a long time. And uh, so years ago when we saw you on Super Size Me and you were doing all the talk shows, when people really started to get to know who you were, uh, you had said that health-wise you were fine and that your cholesterol level was perfectly normal. And how are things now? Are you still the same? Are you still in great health? Because that's the thing that people hear when they say the guy ate 30,000 Big Macs is that you must be in rough shape. But uh, what's your health like now after 30,000? My health is uh, unbelievably well. Um, actually, I, my last checkup was on September 29th, and my cholesterol was 165. And I guess anything below 200 is really good. Wow. And then yeah. Yeah, she, she did my blood pressure, and she said it was dead perfect. And uh, you're going to love this, but uh, at 25,000 Big Macs, I weighed 195 pounds. And now at 30,000, I weighed 190. So I lost five pounds since uh wow i think that's worth celebrating wow (laughs) don gorski thank you so much for taking time out of your day to hang out on the ross and mocha show uh you ate your first big mac back on 1972 that's crazy dude oh thanks a lot uh it was great talking to you guys again all right all right take uh, care man go for 40 go for 40 oh yeah that takes me about 14 years to eat 10,000 you know (laughs) (laughs) thanks don all right have a great day the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So, Roz, you're not going to be around for Mother's Day. Any of them upset? Uh, no. No, 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 no. My mom's got her, her things sorted out, and uh, yeah. Catherine and I will just do we'll do it up the weekend after. It's okay. fine. It all worked nice. out. It's okay. I still bad for rocks because kids love Mother's Day and Father's Day. Yeah. Right? Love Mother's Day and Father's Day. Do you know what she's going to do? Uh, she, anything planned? Yeah, she does pottery um, on the weekend, so, oh, they, always, so they always make cool stuff in pottery. Ooh, no, Roxy. Oh. Yeah, she does pottery on the weekends, and uh, so they always make cool stuff in pottery. I always get like these really wicked pottery bowls yeah. and glasses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember really when dope. I was in elementary school, maybe, and we made some dumb little bowl thing. Yeah. And mine was like the like the absolute worst. The worst. Yeah, and yeah. my parents are hoarders, and they keep everything. Yeah. You know, they still got that stupid dumb little bowl. Really? That, that's, yeah. No, that's perfect. And I, they they put like I don't know what they put in there. Their keys or change or just all yeah. sorts that's of just awesome. junk. That they I, keep that stuff. Am I the only one old enough that when I went to school, we made our parents ashtrays? <laughs> Sorry, what? We made our parents ashtrays 
whenever you had to make like a pottery class or, a po- or, or <laughs> something out of clay, yeah, you, the, the 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 task mm. in class was to make an ashtray. No, you oh are too God. old, I guess. What? Yeah, the hell? yeah. Well, my I mean, old man, my old man used my ashtray that I made him for years. Yeah, for years. You guys still have it in the family? I think my mom still has. Because I'm not talking. I didn't even just make one ashtray. Wood shop. Oh. You, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> any, anywhere. That, yeah, met, sorry, metal shop and metal shop, and then the the crafting classes and all this stuff. You would so just always ashtrays. you'd make ashtrays for people. <laughs> like you just you just would. You'd yeah. solve, it's what you would do because everybody smoked. My grandparents had an ashtray. I made them. Yeah. My dad had a couple ashtrays. Oh. I made them, and they were crude looking too. Yeah. Right. Oh, but you know, it did the job. Whatever. It did, it did the job, and you'd put those like little divots in it so he could rest his smoke, like right on the right on the thing. And you'd get marked on that. Like your teacher would look at the thing that you made and judge, not just necessarily on the quality of the bowl and craftsmanship, but actually if it could hold a smoke. Like you would get judged on the like on the the, the ergonomics of the ashtray wow. that you made. It was really quite it was really quite wild. Yeah. The only thing that's still left that I made, my grandmother still has a pet rock that I made her when I was in school. Right. How did you make a rock? Like I painted a like a like some sort of scenery thing on the front of the rock, and she still has that weighing down her bills. Glue the googly eyes down on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Still weighing down her bills. Yeah. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mother's Day is coming up on Sunday. Yeah. So it's the Roz and Mocha Confessional. We've been doing this for years. You know how this works. You call us. We'll get you on the phone, and you come clean with that thing you swore you'd never come clean about thing you've been hanging on to, the lie you told, the thing you did that nobody knows. And you confess it to us, but you also got to tell your mom. And if you do tell your mom, then you get Ed Sheeran tickets. You and your mom are off to see uh, Ed Sheeran. Simple as that. Hi, Catherine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What is the one secret you've been keeping from everyone? Especially your mom. So one time when I was at the mall, I... (laughs) I was there to get a tattoo, and I, I really wanted one, so I bribed this lady to act as my mother. <laughs> so we went to the parlor, and she just stayed there and pretended to be my mother for a $50 bill. And how old were you? <laughs> I was um, <laughs> I was 14. You were 14. You got a tattoo when you were 14? The little one. What? What was the tattoo, and where? Where is it? The little, the little butterfly, and it's like right on my hip. I can only imagine what a, <laughs> a tattoo of a butterfly is that you got at a mall. Oh no! Like. Little tiny one. Okay, and so does your mom know that? No, does she? Has she ever seen the tattoo? No. So how old are you now? I'm I'm still fourteen. Oh, hold on a second! You're fourteen years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, hold on Ugh. here. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you paid somebody else $50 to act as your mother to get a mm-hmm. butterfly tattoo on your hip? Yeah. Okay, so can you do me a favor? Yeah. Take a picture of that tattoo right now and send it to Dammit Maury. We need to verify. Oh, but it's it's like sort of like... No, nah, ver- I need to verify this tattoo that a 14-year-old got at a mall. But it- it's on my, like... Catherine? <laughs> yeah. Are you lying to us right now? <laughs> no. Are you lying to us right now? <laughs> no, no. Catherine, I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you lying to us right now? Because you really want tickets to see Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We Ca- gotta go. Catherine? Uh, yes. <laughs> Catherine? Are you lying to us right now? What is this, an interrogation? 
Yes. Yes, it is. Just take a picture of your tattoo. Send it to Maury. What's the big deal in that? Okay, fine. It could be on the back of your okay. hand for all we Catherine, know. Catherine, where did you get the tattoo done? Somewhere very, very far. Which <laughs> mall? Know. Which mall? Well, how, how did you get there if it was very, very far and you're 14? Well, okay, I was on a trip. and What trip? Uh, my mom let what, me go. With, what oh, trip? my goodness. What trip? What trip were you on? <laughs> Um, I went on a, a trip skiing, and I <laughs> had a friend so, with so, me. Catherine, yeah. you are the worst liar in the world. The worst okay. liar in the world. Uh, uh, thank you for participating. Catherine, Lovely just, story. Just please, well, tell, just, no. just please tell us you made the whole thing up. We're not mad at you. Uh, just disappointed. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> That's lying. Disappointed for what? No, 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 no. Come on. Okay, believe what you want. Oh, wow. <laughs> you just got smoked, Mocha. <laughs> Believe what you want. All right, Catherine. Thank you very much for participating. No problem. Just, just send the picture to, Mo- to Maury. We'll put you on hold. Okay, we'll put you on hold. And then if you send the picture to Maury, uh, we'll, get you back, we'll get you back on the phone. We'll call your mom. Okay? Okay. Okay, we're going to put you on hold. You're going to give, Maury's going to give you his number. You're going to text a picture of your tattoo on your hip. With like some sort of little note beside it on a post-it that says Maury's name, so we know you just didn't lift it off the internet, and then uh, and then we'll get you back on the phone. Okay. I still don't believe her, man. No, no, neither do I. Hold on, let's. She's on hold right now. Let's see if she hangs up. I don't know. Maybe she's telling the truth. It just sounded super fishy to me. Yeah. Like, what grown adult is desperate for fifty dollars to act <laughs> as somebody's mother? No, no, especially yeah. a fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Right. Oh, this is tough. We haven't been in this situation. We haven't had to call out a liar on the confessional in a really long time. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Maury. What's she doing? Oh, Maury's at half half mast. Like always. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. She's taking the picture. Okay. <laughs> what did she say? Get in here. Come here. Get in here. Should we get her back on the phone? Hold on, hold on. What did she say? She goes, There's just no space on my camera. Okay, okay. we'll get her back on the phone. <laughs> hey, Catherine. Yep. So Catherine. what happened with the picture? Oh, I'm still trying to take it. No, did you just tell Maury that there's no space left on your camera? Yes, and, I'm, and I just cleared up it. It's fine now. Okay, put your back on hold. You send it to Maury. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the freaking longest confessional ever. I don't know. Maybe the mom's in on it. That's my fear. Yeah. As that we're going to get hustled by some, like, mother-daughter grifter combo. And then when we see them at the Ed Sheeran concert, it's yeah. not like we can say to her, hey, yeah. Catherine, show us that tattoo. Exactly. Is the mom on the phone? Okay, what's the, what's the name? Rita. Okay. okay. What's the daughter's name? Catherine. Catherine. Okay. Just get Rita on the phone. Don't put Catherine on the okay. phone yet. Hi, Rita. This is Raza Mocha from Kiss ninety two five. How are you? Hi. Not too bad. Okay. We're just okay. We're just going to be straight up with you here. We're we're doing a contest right now. And Uh-oh. so Catherine called up and she had a confession that she was telling okay. us, but we think she's lying. Oh. Okay. Okay. So is she in the same house as you right now? Uh, yeah, but I'm in a different room. Okay. Get up out of that room right now. Okay. Okay. Put put Catherine back on the phone okay. too, because we have Catherine on the phone, yes. and we're gonna lock her in. Yes. Okay, Rita. So okay. just don't say anything just yet until okay. we ask okay. you to say something. Right. Okay. Okay. So okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Hey, Catherine. Hello. Uh, Catherine, your mom's on the phone. Hi, mom. <laughs> Catherine, what are you doing? Okay. Okay. Are you guys in the same room now? Get in the same room. Oh. Okay. Help you. Mom, hold on. Give me a second. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Your mom. Uh, by the way, your uh, your daughter, mom, um, said that she uh-huh. went. Said that she went to a mall and paid a stranger to act as her mother so she could get a tattoo at fourteen. What? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds <laughs> okay. Does that, does that sound like something Catherine would do? Uh, would do? Uh, probably. Yeah, but... okay. 
So you need you need to you need to look, uh, um, uh, Catherine. Show your mom where your tattoo is, and she needs to verify that it's real for us. Oh, right here, right, right there, right there. See? Hey, Catherine. Uh, okay, what the heck? Okay, Catherine. <laughs> yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Why just now did you whisper to your mother, "Please, mom"? <laughs> what? No, <laughs> mother. What did I just say? I think she's scared yeah. that she's going to get in trouble by me. Is that a real? Ta- is that a real tattoo, mom? Yeah, but what the heck? Lick your thumb. Do? Lick. Do that mom move where you lick your thumb and try and rub it off. Okay. What is the what is the tattoo of, by the way? God, I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> a butterfly? Mm-hmm. What the heck is this? A butterfly? <laughs> Catherine? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a butterfly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These two sound like a couple of grifters Sorry. to me. <laughs> How do you feel about this, mom? I'm not happy about this. You're not happy? <laughs> no, because uh, I don't like those things. No. What do you What do you think about the fact that she paid a stranger fifty dollars to act as her mother? That's crazy, but that's her. <laughs> hey, Catherine, where did you get the fifty dollars? Well, you know, gift money. We were going away. Well, I don't know what we do here now. We got to like, I mean, ugh, dude. Like this has been the most this dramatic. Is, I, can't <laughs> okay. I can't believe I can't believe you did this, Catherine. Hey, mom. Yeah. Do you want to go to Ed Sheeran with Catherine? Oh my God, who wouldn't want to go? <laughs> See, I think we just got hustled by both of them. Yeah, but congratulations to both of you. If this was a oh hustle, my then congratulations. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay, now, Catherine, now that the tickets are yours, we cannot take them back okay. at all. They're yours. The tickets are yours. We just, yes. need, we just need to know. We promise we're not going to take them back because that would actually be illegal for us to do. Okay? Okay. Did you just hustle us? No. Did she just lie to us to win tickets to go see Ed Sheeran? Uh, well, it looks like something on her, so I don't know what the heck. <laughs> so that something that's on Catherine's hip was never there before. I don't really look there, to be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. She's All 14 right. now. Yeah, okay, I got you. That's weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Catherine and Rita, thank you so much. Congratulations. Uh, oh, my God. This is crazy. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Who's on the phone, Maury? Carly is on the phone. Hi, Carly. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Hi. Carly, what's your confession? Um, so um, a little while back, um, I may have sold my mom's Lululemon pants and a few of her shirts um, to Plato's Closet to get some money to buy weed for the week. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You took your mom's expensive Lululemon clothing and you did yeah, what? Yeah, she just you, you... bought them like the week before. Okay, oh, so. No. So you took your mom's Lululemon clothes, sold them to a used clothing store to get weed money? Yeah. Wow. Wait, so what does she think happened to her brand new Lulus? <laughs> okay, so my sister always goes in her closet oh, no. and, like, borrows her stuff. Yeah. Um, so my sister goes to, like, Western University, so she thought she just took them with her and lost them. And she was so mad. She was, oh, my God. She still, to this day, does not know it was me. <laughs> My sister even my sister even kind of believes it's her because she's like, oh my god, I always take my mom's stuff. So she's like, it must have been me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how much? How much? How much uh, weed money did you get for your mom's Lululemons? I think it was like thirty two or something wow. for the two shirts and the pants. And did that get you enough weed for the weekend? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> it's never enough. <laughs> I think I needed one more pair of pants, and I wouldn't have been there. Wow. For some reason, when you say 
what you did with Lululemon and consignment. It's, it's weird because it doesn't sound as bad as the stories you used to hear about when it was guys who would like steal the family stereo, pawn it for drug money. Yeah. You know what I mean? It sounds for some reason way less bad when you. It's say a little it. better. Yeah. I guess it's a little better. Times have changed. Okay, well, uh, I'll take that. I, I feel better about what I've done now. Okay, Carly. Yes. We have your mom on hold. We're gonna lock you in right now. Don't say anything. Okay. Okay. Hi, Leslie. It's Roz and Mocha from Kiss 92.5. How are you? Um, I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Good. We have Carly on the other line. Okay. And Carly, say good morning to your mom. Hi, Mom. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Great. Okay. Car- Carly, go ahead. Surprise. Go ahead. Surprise. Okay. So, um, you might get a little bit mad, but bear with me here. Kind of want to see I cheer it. <laughs> So, you know your Lululemon clothes that recently, or not recently, but went missing a little while ago? And uh, yeah. she borrowed them, apparently. Okay, yeah. Well, I may have taken them to, you know, Plato's Closet? Oh, my God. Are you kidding and me? And I <laughs> sold them to them for, like, $32, and I bought weed for the weekend. No. Harley. Yeah. The ones with the side pockets? Yeah. Jesus, Carly. Those are like over a hundred bucks. <laughs> I, I know, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, at least God. you know now. But why didn't you ever tell me? Oh, um, my God. Seriously? You are. Yeah. <laughs> Carly. I have you forever. You lose. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Leslie, Carly. Um, yeah. Everything good between the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's great. Everything's awesome. Happy, mo- <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Can't you tell? <laughs> yeah, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. On the phone with us right now is the girl who got kicked out of Christian camp. <laughs> oh, no. What's her name? <laughs> Joanne. Hey, Joanna, what's going on? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. good. Uh, so you got kicked out of Christian camp. How old were you when you got kicked out of Christian camp? <laughs> I was in grade 11, you were in grade so 11. about 16. And what did you do at Christian camp to get kicked out of Christian camp? <laughs> so there was this game that all the camp counselors had to play, and um, <laughs> it was basically like you had to hide from the staff. And I had this, like, boyfriend or whatever, and um, we ran off and just, like, made out in the forest. And then when... <laughs> Sorry, I'm at the gym. <laughs> oh, <my Yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now you, you confess that everybody a good life. Everyone's staring. Um, so... Then, um, when the horn blew, that it was like game over. We went running in separate directions, and wait, sorry, I the horn, like the, the, camp, the camp game horn, or like your boyfriend had a horn? <laughs> no, the camp game horn. Okay, okay, so that was not a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So you so, were at, uh, so you're at Christian camp. You and your boyfriend sneak off to make out in the forest. Yeah. And what you got caught? So some tattletale saw us coming out of the forest and then was mad and told on us. Yeah. And, and then you but, got and then they asked you to go home. So where's the lie come in? What did you tell your mom? So the real kicker is that the boyfriend was the owner's son. Oh. So I mean, looking back, like probably not the best choice, like Christian camp owner, crazy 
you know, religious people sure. getting caught making out with someone was <laughs> not the best idea. Yeah. So I thought we had gotten away with it until the next morning when during breakfast time, I got pulled aside and basically the deputy was like, oh, uh, we know what you did. So uh, here's your phone. You have to call your mom and pick you up. And so- I was like. What what am I so, supposed to tell her? It's like a Wednesday morning. So, Joanna, so what happened? So, it's midweek. You're at this Christian camp. Yeah, so I called my mom and told her that I got this really bad cold and that the owners were like, we can't let you get the camper sick, so you have to go home. And she was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? It's like Wednesday morning. I'm in Mississauga and you're in Brantford, which for those of you who don't know, is like by Hamilton. Yeah. And she's like, I can't just leave work. And I'm like, well, I have to go like today, this morning, like you have to come and get me. It was very urgent. Like I had to leave that morning. They were asking you. So she have some puffs. Yeah. (sighs) And she came and like the whole ride home, I had to pretend that I was really, really sick. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you were at Christian camp. You got caught making out with a guy because someone snitched on you. And yeah. then they kicked you out of Christian camp and you told your mm-hmm. mom that you were sick and the people who ran the camp were worried that you were going to get the other campers sick. So you had to leave immediately. Exactly. And your mom, like doesn't, and your yeah. mom doesn't know that it's really because you were making out with dudes in the wood. No, like she okay. still <laughs> doesn't know. <laughs> okay. She probably still tells that story too, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like she's forgotten. It oh, was like oh, 10 years is, ago, this is gonna I think. Be great yeah. if we call oh, your mom. No. <laughs> wow, crazy. Okay, Joanna, here's what we're going to do. We're going to uh, talk to a couple more people. Okay. Here's some more confessions, and we may call you back and have you call your mom and confess. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joanna. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, Kiss, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi there. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Good. So what is your confession? Um, my parents owned a family restaurant for about 10 years. And after closing, my boyfriend and I had sex in the back. Like where they cooked the food? Right on the prep table. But it was clean. But did you clean it after? We definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he definitely did. So, wait. We definitely you, sanitized it. When you said when after they closed, like closed for the night or like when they closed for good? Closed for the evening. Oh, oh no. How many times did this happen? Um... A couple times. How long ago did this happen? I want to say about 15 years ago. Oh, wow. Wow, damn. Is it, <laughs> you don't have to say the name of the restaurant, but is it a restaurant that uh, people would know if they heard the name? Um, in the community, yes. Yeah. Uh, what kind of people are your parents? Are they sort of uptight? Very easygoing yeah. uh-huh. to a point. <laughs> How do you think your folks would react finding out that after they closed up shop for the night at the restaurant that they own, that their daughter was having sex with her boyfriend Oof. on the prep table. Um, my mom's either going to laugh it off or she's going to kill me wow. or him. What happened to the and guy? What happened to that guy? The boyfriend? We were married. Oh, the boyfriend is now your <laughs> husband. Oh, no. Yes. This may ruin Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day dinner or oh. Thanksgiving. I don't know what the etiquette is on that. If they go ahead and marry the daughter afterwards, I don't know. I got to look into the books on that one. <laughs> um, okay. So you were 17, you and your boyfriend in the family restaurant where I'm sure that you were pulling a shift because that's the way it goes down in a family mm-hmm. restaurant. You guys were the only ones there at closing time, not closing the restaurant for good as Mocha asked, but just closing up for the night. You and your boyfriend went in the back and on the prep table where food for customers is made. Uh, y'all got busy. Yep. Was the prep table the only place that happened in the restaurant? 
Um, no. Oh. There's stools where everybody kind of came in and talked to my mom and gave her their sob stories or their <laughs> exciting news. You guys got busy on the loser stools? Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> on the sob story stools? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, no. How old how, how, how old's your mom? Um, she was born in 50, so she's okay. yeah, I don't yeah, I'm yeah. not I don't do math. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> How's her health? Is her heart good? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do they still own that restaurant? No. No, they probably burned it to the ground, right? <laughs> no, it's still there. Oh okay. no, the restaurant's still there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, hold on. Give us one. Cleaned, Mo- I'm sure. Okay, Mo and I, Mo and I have to have a discussion here. You hold, hold on, on one you second. Hold on one second. Dude, we have to call her mom. I see. I have to hear the mom's reaction to this. Yes, we yeah. have to call her mom. Okay, Maury, get the get the mom on the phone. <sighs> hey, Janine. Yep. So Maury's trying to get your mom on the phone. <laughs> so <laughs> once he does, we're gonna lock her into this call. But okay. don't say anything until we say your name, okay? Okay. Moore's giving the signal. He's got the mom. What's okay. her name? D. D. Okay, okay, D. Hi, D. Hi. Hey, it's Roz and Mocha from Kiss 92.5. How are you today? Very well, thanks. Well, Janine is on the phone right now. Say good morning, Janine. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> ah, yes. So, Janine, before you confess to your mother, D... Uh, is there anything that's going through your mind right now that you maybe have a suspicion on? I have no idea. Nothing. Uh, okay. Nothing. Okay. So here's what's going to happen. Roz and I are just going to sit back. <laughs> Janine, take it away. So um, back when we owned the fish and chip shop. Oh, yeah. Um, and I very much enjoyed each other's company in the back after we closed a couple of times. On the back table, and maybe on the bench, which is probably why you had to get it fixed a couple times. <laughs> you love me, right? <laughs> uh, I think so. <laughs> D, so- we, we just need to clarify, D, that you're you're laughing, not crying. <laughs> I'm thinking, who the hell is she talking no. about? Or the hell is she talking no. about? This, this confession is for Ed Sheeran tickets, not to actually win Ed Sheeran. I know. We don't, we don't I know. That, that, would be, that, would, that would be lovely. All right. Well, uh, Janine and Dee, thank you very much. And because of this, uh, congratulations. Wow. This is going to be amazing. All right, Amazing. Dee. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Ariana Grande and Mac Miller have split after two and a half years as an item. And who? According to multiple reports. What is a Mac Miller? Ariana Grande's boo. Come on now. Uh, what's he famous for? First reported by TMZ and confirmed by People is a real Sad. surprise for a couple who just last month were spotted cuddling <laughs> at Coachella. <laughs> No, not at Coachella. They broke up after Coachella. Man. And Coachella's supposed to bring people together, not split them up. It's true. But something happened between Ariana Grande and Pittsburgh rapper Mac Miller. Yeah, like she realized she's way more famous than he is. You think that's what it is? (sighs) What else could it be? She just fell out of love. 
Yeah, that happens. I mean, this, or maybe I mean, Fallen I don't know, loves that, a Fallen Idol loves a real cruel thing too, man. It really is that industry that they're in, though, man. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with the industry. Maybe it has nothing to do with fame. Maybe you're right. Maybe they did just fall out of love, which yeah, is a like, which hey, is a tragedy. We had a great time. We were into it. It was super cool. No hard feelings. I'm gonna go this way. You go that way. No, 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 no. That only works if they both fall out of love. Oh. That doesn't work if only one person Ooh. falls out of love. So let's see who was it that fell out of love. Sometimes, if somebody, I don't know what is. I don't know what would be worse. And I've experienced a lot. I've been dumped a lot of different ways in my life. Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. And I don't I don't know what's worse if somebody breaks up with you. You. I know exactly, Maury. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I don't know what's worse. If somebody broke up with you because they were messing around or they had fallen in love with somebody else, I don't know what would hurt more. I had the either of those one. things. I had the or if somebody one. came to you and just said, I need to end this because I don't love you anymore. I think that one would hurt the most. Where there is no other reason. There yeah. is no other person. I would rather be, there be a reason yeah. than... To hear, I just don't love you anymore. Yeah. Oh my God. Like my heart breaks yeah. right now just yeah. thinking about like that. Like it's not like, it's not like I suspect you of messing around or I've met somebody else or I'm growing or I want to move or I feel like you're holding me back. But if it was I just, just simply, if it was just simply, I need to end this right now because I don't love you anymore. I, I think that may be the worst breakup ever. Yeah. I don't know what would I hurt agree. more than that. Well, it happened the one where they found somebody else. That's what happened to me with my first boyfriend. Where I he they, he found somebody I saw them together that hurt. Yeah. How long were you guys together for? Six months. Yeah, barely. But yeah, still hurts. But no, I think that uh, somebody saying I don't love you anymore would be the worst way to go. <laughs> but like, are you sure it's not another guy? Yeah, and also because if you don't love somebody anymore, at that point maybe you're just comfortable enough that ah, you know what, it's such a pain in the ass to break up. Maybe we'll just I'm gonna stay together for you, whatever. Yeah. Who cares, right? But you don't you you love me so little, like you are so not in love with me that you don't even want to be around me yeah. anymore. You don't even want to like like just act cool. We've gone past the point of just indifference. You know, you're like beyond indifferent now. Now you just want, you can't even be around me. Yeah. Wouldn't you try to change no their other mind? Your own thing. No, I don't think you can change somebody's mind. I think that if you're with somebody and they come to you to say, I don't love you anymore, when there's no other oh sort God, of dude. external influences on the breakup, right I don't think that you're in a position, nor do I think that you should try to convince somebody Not that they're making gifts? the wrong decision. No, I don't think that you should try at that point because I don't think there's anything that you can do. At that point, you no, let the person not. walk away. Yeah. You just let the person walk I away. I can't imagine not trying to win. Win. No, no, you've lost. And but yeah. the but the hard thing is, and what makes it so sad, Maury, is that in a situation like this where somebody comes up and says, "I can't be with you because I'm not in love with you anymore," you've lost, but you don't know when you lost. You just lost at yeah. some point. It could have been last month. It could have been last year. Yeah. It could have been five years yeah. ago. And then you're going to sit there and try and analyze everything you've done and yeah. said. And you can't pinpoint it to one thing because you know that it was just a slow burn. It was at every sort of day they just fell a little bit less and less in love with you until the point that oh there was God, just no more love. Wow, bro, you're just like making I'm gonna this cry. real. Right. right now. <laughs> I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry for Maury. Come on now. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So is it Star Wars Day? Is that the deal? It is Star Wars Day. All yeah, right. Fun fact, Roz, did you know that my son Cruz, original due date was May 4th? Oh, snap. Had he had been born on May 4th. You would have named him Jabba. His name would have been Kylo. No. Swear. Shut your mouth. I swear. Really? Yeah. You guys had decided on that. Yep. Your wife, Jenna, co-signed that. Yep. I don't believe that. No, I swear, dude. Second. I swear. 
If he was born on May 4th, we were going to name him Kylo. Really? It was down to two names. Cruz. Yeah. Which is his name now. Yeah. Or Kylo, if he had been born on May 4th. Oh, snap. You And you went new school with that. Like, you didn't even go back. Like, Han wasn't an option? No. Really? Yeah. Because Jenna said it sounded too much like Hans. Oh, yeah. Hans. 3PO? <laughs> no. No? No. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh... Definitely not Ewok. Wicket? No. Uh, what about uh, what about Dax? Or no. Dax? No? No. Okay. All right. No, it was Re- going to be Kylo. All right. Red leader? <laughs> no. Brown leader. <laughs> Brown leader. <laughs> <laughs> so it is Star Wars Day, and uh, Dan Mori hit the streets. Porkins. <laughs> I should call him that, though. <laughs> that would have been the best. All, all the pasta he's eating? Yeah, man, oh you got to be a super Star Wars fan to call your kid Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Porkins. All right, yeah. uh, so Dan Mori hit the streets to talk to uh, folks about Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars Day. May the 4th, and tell some Star Wars jokes. There we go. Ooh, walking the streets I am, talking Star Wars, Roz. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you love Star Wars, may the 4th be with you. Roz, you are too awesome. Yoda best. (laughs) Excuse me. May the 4th be with you. Thank you, sir. May the 4th be with you, too. What do you call a pirate droid? What? Arg2D2. That is hilarious. May the Force be with you. <laughs> oh, really. may the Force be with you as well. All right, what, who can you imitate from Star Wars? Chewbacca. <laughs> oh my god, that's so awesome! When did Anakin's Jedi Master know he was l- leaning towards the dark side? I don't know. In the Sith grade. <laughs> that's good, that's good, that's good. How do I like my Wookiee cookies? I don't know. Chewy. <laughs> You get it? Chewy! But I'm All right, may the fourth be with you? Yes. Yes, may the fourth? Yes. Oh, that's awesome, yeah. How do you unlock doors on Kashkon? Kash. Kash. Yuck. Kash. Geek. Do you know what that is? No. Yeah, me neither. With a key. Uh, with a Wookiee. Oh. With a Wookiee, do you get it? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. All right, which Star Wars character works at a restaurant? I don't know. Darth Vader. Ha ha. Because Vader. I get it. Nice. May the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you. No, may the fourth. May the fourth. Be with you. Be with you. No, no, you don't have to repeat me. Do you get it? Instead of may the fourth, because it may the... Today's today's day. Yeah. Oh, you got it? Yes, I did. What do you call a Jedi who's in denial? I do not know. Obi-Wan cannot be. Oh, for Obi Wan. Okay, yeah, I get the joke now. Why did the chicken cross the road? <laughs> Why? To get away from Kylo Hen. I have no idea who that is, man. Kylo Hen. Instead of Kylo Ren. I don't know who Kylo Ren is. Oh. All right, may the force be with you. Snap. May the force be with you. Okay, who can you impersonate from Star Wars? Chewbacca, I guess. What do you call a nervous Jedi? No idea. Panicking Skywalker. That's terrible. Who tries to be a Jedi? Um, who's the new black guy? No, no, it's a joke. You just don't know. You don't know. Who tries to be? No, no. I, I don't know. Uh, Obi wannabe. Obi wannabe. This is horrible, man. That was horrible. Walk away, man. Walk away. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. They're gonna use this music at the beginning of Solo, right? 
when it drops May 25th? They have to. Uh, I doubt it. Or they're not going to... Or do you think... Because they didn't with Rogue One. With Rogue One, yeah. They just flashed the title. Yeah. And went straight into the movie. So yeah. I wonder yeah, I if... Don't, I don't think they will. Any of these side movies that Disney's doing for Star Wars will have the main theme song. I don't think so. Or it does would, Han Solo would, get his own... Does he get his... Well, they've been, playing, solo. they've been playing a lot of rock and roll in the trailers for the for Solo. Things gonna be a rock and roll song? I'll tell you tomorrow. What do you mean? I'm seeing it tomorrow. No, you're not. Yeah. You get to see the new Solo movie tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, dude. It's I don't not know. like it's not like it's. I'm not alone. Yeah, but I don't know if I could work with somebody for two full weeks. Right. Who I know have, has seen the new Star Wars movie, yeah. and I haven't. I will not spoil anything, I promise. Have I spoiled Infinity War yet? No. No. You can't even bring it up in here, though. No. Okay. That's you fine. promise? Yeah, I promise. 100%. Don't even worry about it. I'll bring it, like, I won't bring up big things. And no, and, uh, and, like, no troll. Like, don't no, troll. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. Come okay. On. Sure? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, no. No. Wait, what? What? Okay, so Paul Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bettany uh, was in Toronto, and he's in the new Solo movie. Yeah. So rather than talking to Paul Bettany about all things Han Solo, Dammit Mori decides to jump in there with some jokes. So is Paul Bettany the big bad in this? Like, is he the sort of guy that's running the crime syndicate and, you know, the... Oh, the he's guy the that, main bad there's guy. There's a guy that knows a guy who's putting together a team. You know uh, what I mean? Like, I think he's, he's that guy. I think he's one of that. I think he's one of those guys. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's gotta be. So how do you think Dan Mori's uh, joke telling went with Mr. Paul Bettany? Oh. Terrible. You'll never believe it. I just spent some time with Darth Vader's cousin moments ago. Elevator. Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. wow, I had no. I mean, <laughs> I'd set a sort of benchmark in my head, but that was truly amazing. Okay, fair enough. I, loved I mean, it. at least you'll like the next one. Should we shake Hans before we begin? <laughs> I, I definitely think we, we should. <laughs> okay, and how many Hans does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. Tell me, how many Hans? Does One, because he's solo. <laughs> Actually, that was kind of great. <laughs> Yo, this guy loved Maury. Wow. Loved Maury. Wow. And then the conversation got even more awkward. What are some things you should never do solo? I have a list. You can comment if you'd like. Okay. Cuddling. Cuddling. You can't cuddle solo. Oh, I think you can. I, 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 I beg to differ. Tie a tie. Always tie a tie solo. Oh, okay, well, I, my dad does mine for me. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm going to teach you four different types of bow to tie. Okay, uh, eat. Uh, I think sometimes you have to eat solo, but yes. Okay. You know, but, but, but yes, it's nicer to eat with a partner. Okay, yeah, go to a movie. Yes, I like to share going to movies with other people, yep. yeah. Okay, I agree with that one. Okay, and have you ever had a time when you felt so low? <laughs> oh, I see, now you did do it. Yeah, there have been a few times I felt really, um, really so low. Uh, um, but this isn't one of them. Amazing. This freaking guy, uh, eh? I love it, man. Paul Bettany. He's badass, too. Oh, man, the new solo movie drops May 25th. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. The world's longest cruise. You can book this if you uh, can get the time off work. Okay. It's 245 days. Excuse me? 
245 days? Viking Cruise just announced the longest ever world cruise, a continuous 59-country, 245-day journey that will fully circumnavigate the world and hit every continent except for Antarctica. Oh, come on. The trip departs London on August 31st, 2019, and gets you home May 2nd, 2020. All around this big, beautiful, flat earth. The price... $92,990. Get out of here. However, that does include business class international air transfers uh, to and from the ship, all gratuities and services, three complimentary visa services, free luggage shipping services, and pretty much any booze you would like to drink on board for an entire year. But cruises never include the pop, so they're going to have to pay for pop separate. Everything is included. Wait, so everything is included. Am I staying in the, like, am I living in the same? Cabin, yes, for the entire year. Like yeah. they're not going to like make me shift yeah, that's around. Your, or that's your home no, for that's, a year. That's, that's my your, home for a year. Your, and I believe that you're going to be living with the same people for a year. It's you're, like you're basically joining a new city. What? Right? Because everybody is going to be on this ship. So for do you the mean full, a whole year of art auctions and everything? Everything like, cruise life. Yes, you're living on a cruise ship for an sign entire me up. I love year. This. 59 countries. But that's all you can eat ice cream. Everything. <laughs> that's all you can eat everything. More, you're paying $92,000. I would hope that it's all you can eat ice cream. <laughs> no, fam, you got to pay for that vanilla. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. I've been obsessed with video at Hawaii watching that lava oh, just man. disintegrate things. It's sad. And when you see lava in movies, it travels very fast. Yeah. But it's almost more horrific because of how slow this is traveling. And you just see it like slowly cross the street. And there was that video where it ate just disintegrated. A Mustang, a white Mustang, right? Yeah. A, like a car, like a full sports car. It was crazy. Car caught on fire and then the lava just engulfed it. But it all happened in in real time, but slow motion. I watched, there was a video that like somebody went back to their house to get stuff not knowing how bad things were in this in this area and like they're showing their backyard and then just on the other side of the fence in the backyard there's lava just shooting up 20 feet in the air yeah yeah crazy because they all live on top of this like active volcano oh, which has man. been active from what i understand forever uh jeremy wilson in the original video of the mustang if you scroll back a little bit yeah. on that YouTube video, it's his house that caught on fire. Is it? Yeah, okay. And he's on the phone with us right now from Hawaii. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, Good man. Um, so, what? okay, what's going on, first of all? Uh, so, um, Kilauea has been erupting, and it's been um, moving down slow from Leilani uh, Estates, and... Um, People, last I heard, it's about to cut off um, like Pohoiki and the lower parts. It's pretty intense out here. So from what I understand is that Kilauea has been erupting in one way, shape, or form for like 30 years now. That's correct. And so people live there. Why? The question is, why do people choose to live that close to an active volcano where you could lose everything? I mean, we were watching video of your, your entire house on fire. Well, living out, living in Hawaii is pretty, um, it, 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 a lot of areas are really um, costly. 
Yeah. Um, Pune is uh, relatively affordable to live on this to live here, so, comparatively to the rest of the. Room. So you get a little bit of a you pay a little bit less if you live closer to the active volcano. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So is this the first time, Jeremy? That uh, how long have you been there? Uh, well, I've been in Hawaii since two thousand nine. Yeah. But I've been in that house for three and a half years. So in the three and a half years that you've you've uh, been living there, have you seen any signs or anything that made you? A little bit worried about the proximity to well, the volcano. When, yeah. Well, when 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 we moved in, it was right uh, after there was a there was a flow that was coming down towards the town, towards the uh, Pahoa town, and it was like a big scare. It was might have cut off the highway, but it, the, the flow stopped, and there hasn't been any activity in the area since. I was reading this one crazy stat that uh, geologists were saying that. What's happening now in Hawaii with the with the volcano erupting is similar to something that happened in 1955 and that the eruptions lasted 88 days. Have you heard from anyone, any experts, how long this may last, how like what, what the next steps are? I've heard a lot of um, different information, a lot of different suggestions, and I'm you know, I've been following news. And, um, yeah, like it, it, it's not showing, it, it's not showing any signs of slowing yesterday. It, um, started erupting and it started new fissures in another subdivision. I got a l- alert on my phone that they wanted people to evacuate that area immediately. Lava is like 2000 degrees. Did you see the video where the lava just disintegrates a Ford Mustang? Yeah, man. That's my friend, Mike Haley. My neighbor's it's his, his Mustang. Oh, like, no. That was your friend's car? Wife, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. So- that's, that's how, that's when I knew that my house was toast. My, 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 uh, my landlord's son, like posted that up and I looked over and I saw the American flag in the Mustang and I was like, Oh, it's coming out of our yard. Dude, man. Like it just, when you watch this lava, just it, it disintegrates a Mustang. How close did you get to like, how, like when you, we talk about the heat of this, like how far away from the lava, which is like 2000 degrees, how far away can you be before it's too hot? It depends. Um, that's kind of a hard question. Like how, how, how close, I, I was how, driving across the road in yeah. Leilani, like I was driving in Leilani on um, on Saturday morning, and it was just it was really warm. I, I couldn't hang. I couldn't handle it. So, uh, Jeremy, what's next for you, man? Uh, well, we're staying with some friends out here. Um, uh, we I think we may have located a, a place to go, like for a little bit longer term until we figure out what you know our next steps but we're going to stay in hawaii it's our home there is a gofundme um for your family correct yeah my friend gb set one up to help raise us raise funds because we kind of you know we lost all our personal possessions and yeah you know our clothes but people have been pouring in with clothes and stuff and like it's just just the aloha that's been coming in, you know. Thank you very much for taking time out of your day uh, to join us on the Roz and Mocha Show. No problem. All right, take aloha. care, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Let me tell you why basketball sucks. Good morning, by the way. Wow. <laughs> Within the first 10 seconds, you said sucks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought a lot about this, and I didn't want to say anything while the series is still going on, but I probably watch more basketball this year than I ever have. Okay. And a couple of reasons why basketball kind of sucks. Kind hoping you wouldn't bring up the Raptors at all today. Okay, but. then first let's start with why the Raptors suck. Um, I've never seen on a sports team when they are in a dire situation as the entire series, even when they were winning yeah. in round one, I've never seen a group of people with less emotion on their face, whether they win or lose. Never in my life on a team. 
I think it's I've, more. I've it, never seen a team with less emotion. You, you, did you? Were the Raptors when they win look miserable? The Raptors when they lose look miserable. Well, I would say this series against LeBron and the Cavs, they were embarrassed, and they should be. No, nobody. I'm talking even even the first round when they won. Yeah, they got no know. emotion. They, they got say, nothing. They say it's game face. No, know? it's not game face. They got no emotion. I don't emotion. know what it is. And now let me tell you the problem with basketball. Okay, Here is the problem with basketball unlike any other sport? When you look at hockey, when you look at football, when you look at baseball, and when you look at basketball, basketball is the only one that does not allow somebody to take out their aggression in the game. Oh, yeah, no, You of can't touch someone no. in basketball. In hockey, you can try and crush a guy. In baseball, you can walk up to the plate and just hit it. Yeah. Football is football. We all get that. You hit each other. Basketball, there's no place to take out aggression. There's nowhere for it to go. And I think basketball sucks because it could use a little bit more. I think when you get guys that are 6'8 and 300 pounds... When one, guy, when one guy stands under the net, does that thing where he puts his arms across his chest, yeah. and the other guy comes flying in from the top of the key and crushes him, yeah. that should not be a foul on anyone. That's not a foul. Well, maybe they you risk more injury that way, though. You always risk injury. You're a pro athlete. Yeah, but if, but somebody's saying, fly, if LeBron is flying at you, yeah, right? then get out of the way. And his knee's about to hit you in the jaw. Yeah, get out of the way. No, because then that's you can sport. claim then you can claim an offensive foul. I know, but that's but what I'm not, saying. But they're this not going to they're never going to get rid of fouls. But, but this is why basketball sucks. Because well, you have it. giant men who aren't allowed to touch each other. Like they should have uh And like, then you have a guy who's 7 feet tall falling to the ground because somebody may or may not have poked him in the eye. They need to all toughen up a little bit, and if you get rocked, you get rocked. It's not a foul. You're a huge wow, man. They're never going to get rid of You're a of that huge role. man, and you landed on your butt. Yeah. Right? Because there needs to be a way to take out a little aggression. There needs to be some physicality in basketball. It has to. It, it, it's otherwise, it's weird to watch. It's weird to watch somebody who gets grazed. When I see a guy jump in the air, and then he has to, like, uh, tuck his arms back under his his fingers back underneath his armpits like somebody's pouring hot yeah, tea. Yeah, for fear, for, for fear. fear, because he doesn't want to be right. He don't want he doesn't want to get called for that foul. Right, you want the opponent to. No, when you're all jumping up and you're all huge, smack yeah. away. If wow. it goes in, it goes in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I'm not saying don't That's hit a guy. Said. Don't hit a guy. Don't you can't trip somebody from behind yeah. when they're running down the thing. Whoops! <laughs> right? You can't do that. You know that move when you kick the back of somebody's heel and then they wind oh. up kicking their own foot. I love that move. Okay, I'm not saying you can do that I in basketball. Love that move so much. It's such a good move, right? <laughs> I do that to Maury I all know. the time. First of all, it's a classic. It's a classic. Now I'm not advocating for that in basketball. Although, oh my God, please, somebody, whoever's listening today, do that move today on somebody. You know, if you could do that in basketball, it would be a far more entertaining. Oh. game. It'd be, like it'd be like watching the Harlem Globetrotters every there, single time. There's no, way for, there's no way to take aggression out of basketball, and it's weird. Our phone lines are blowing up, by the way. What up? Hi, I'm, I'm driving to work. I listen to you guys every day. What Roz just said about basketball makes my blood boil. Why? Yes, it should, because I'm so right, and you're on my side and with me. No! Oh. What is your name, first of all? My name is Ray. Ray. All right, so what do you want to say? I'm a huge ball fan, and you can't compare basketball to other sports. I'm not, I wasn't comparing it. I was just saying there's no, there's no way in basketball for somebody to take out their aggression. I know, but you can't compare something like baseball. Base, it's a meathead. Baseball.
baseball is it's a hobby. You could be a fat slob and play baseball. You can't be a oh, fat wow. slob and play basketball. Uh, first of all, that's not true. You can be a fat. Yes. You can be a fat slob and do anything. Okay, fair, not, not well. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen some football players without their gear? Yeah, some of them look yeah, like offensive linemen. That's their job to so be. Now big you're just making okay, but yeah, but now now you're now you're else. trying to quantify everything. Also, let me tell you something about basketball that sucks. Yeah. Uh, more more things about when did the when I played ball? Yeah. all those years ago uh-huh. uh, for elementary school for yeah. two semesters in high school. <laughs> oh, right, high school. Right, right, right yeah. Because you're the tallest guy in school. Because I was the tallest guy in school. When the hell did they change the rule on traveling? Traveling used to be a step and a half. I'm watching guys play in the NBA where they're taking like three. Dude, let me tell you something about these refs in the NBA. Sometimes they see travels. A lot of times they don't. And I say don't in air quotes. It depends on who has the ball. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They, they I'm bend watching, the rules a lot. I'm watching guys take three t- full steps. I couldn't even tell you right now what the uh, the actual rule is for traveling. the actual rule is yeah. for traveling. Because I see it all the time. And I see more times it happen that... It doesn't get called. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so five steps is normal? Yeah. I guess. Okay, cool. Yeah. When no, no, was no. that memo sent out? Yeah. So I, I didn't get it. I don't understand. All right, Ray. Thanks so much. Hey, no problem. Love you guys. Love All you right. too. Bye. Shout out to the fat slobs in sports, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to think that we're, we're trying to hey, hurt your feelings. It's Roz and Mocha. What's up? I got to agree with Roz, man. The basketball guys need to man up a little. Yeah. If there's the charging man, there shouldn't be a call. Yeah, no, no. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying the basketball players need to man up. I'm saying that the game needs to man up. And when I say man yeah. up, I'm not talking like about male masculinity thing. I'm just saying that I I think that you should be allowed to stand. A while. I think you should be allowed to stand under the net and protect your net. And if you're willing to stand there while another 250 pound guy jumps nine feet in the air and crushes you because it happens all the time. If you're willing to do it, it should be not. A, it shouldn't be a foul on anyone. Absolutely, hundred percent. And if you're I going agree. to make it, if you're going to make it illegal to crush somebody like that, then it should be a harsher penalty as there opposed to just a foul. There is absolutely no way yeah. any player is. Let's say that rule existed, yeah. right? There is no yeah. way any player in the league is going to risk any type of injury by but standing they, under the no, net. But they do. And but they and, do is what I'm no, saying. But, they but, do already. No, but if you they do every say, time they get on the court, not every single time, though, not every but what single I'm saying, time. No, but what I'm saying is that I'm not telling people to do something that they don't already do. I'm just saying you should take when the, they you, do it when they do it. But I'm just saying you should take the, the penalty out of it. Right. Because yeah. it happens multiple times a game. Yeah. Right. I don't you know, should man. just I'm not saying I'm not saying, you know, hit a guy. I'm not saying put yourself in a situation that you don't already do. I'm saying they do this already, but it's a foul where when I see that it shouldn't be a foul. I should be able to, if you are on the outside of the three point line, yeah. dribbling the ball, I should be able to run at you full steam and then you have to decide if you're going to move or not. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's basketball. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I can't body. That's how I learned to play on the street. That's how everybody learned how to play on the street. That's how everybody learned to play. No, you. That's how everybody learned to play. No way. Absolutely. hundred percent. All right. Thanks, Fabian. (laughs) No problem. Have a good day, guys. (laughs) Later, brother. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So. I've been fascinated by all the footage of that volcano uh, of the lava flowing in Hawaii going through all these little neighborhoods and like over people's property, cars just melting. People are coming home and it looks like their backyard is erupting. And nothing can be done to stop the lava. Although people uh, I'm reading here in the past have tried to stop volcano lava, which, by the way, volcano lava 
fires up to like anywhere between 700 and 1200 yeah. degrees. Is there anything that could stop the lava or is it like Thanos? Like what? Avengers, man. Come on. Avengers, come on, Maureen. Uh, in 1935, yeah. a volcano was erupting and the lava was creeping towards the city. Yeah. General George Patton ordered the bombing of the volcano in order to stop the flow. There you go. There you go. The bombing did temporarily stop it. Yeah. But the lava continued to flow. Oh, jeez. The bombs either hit the lava flows and bounced off. Yeah. Or they exploded within the lava flows and had no effect. This is what a geologist said from the University of Hawaii. But there's no like wall that you can build that will stop lava, right? Like lava will just plow its way through everything. No, I think if you build like a wall of brick, wouldn't it just then collect no. on the other side? No, brick. Um, how do you make bricks with heat? Or what about metal? No, how do you make metal? Heat. Heat. I'm glad you guys said build a wall. Yeah. Like Donald Trump. Build that wall. In 1960. Yeah. Another eruption. Several barriers were built in order to attempt to stop the lava flows from reaching a school. Okay. They built a wall. One of the walls, one mile long, held back the lava for about a week. Oh, it did. But then it was breached and destroyed everything. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yes, you can build a wall to prevent yeah. lava from flowing, but eventually that wall is going to give way. Dude, I saw a video where a guy literally came home to get his belongings out of his house because he's like, I, I guess the volcano is erupting. And he's has his phone shooting his backyard and just over his fence, shooting like 40 feet in the air, is just lava spewing everywhere. It looks like the end of the world. It looks like it's the scary. end of the world. A volcano in Iceland was erupting. And in 1973, the most successful way they were able to stop the lava from flowing yeah. was by pumping billions of gallons of seawater onto the lava. And it stopped the lava from flowing. Jeez. Saved everything. Yeah, it's a mess down there. And it's so beautiful, too. When you see these pictures of just lava destroying everything, it's crazy. I mind you, in Portugal, this happened. They had to move the downtown to a whole other part of the island. Yeah. So where downtown now is is not where originally was. Right. Right. Isn't and we crazy? think we have it rough here because rent is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. If I asked you to name the top ten most magical moments in your life, yes. Could you put together a list of <sighs> what most would consider to be the magical moments of a person's life? Birth of my son. Marrying uh, my wife. Yeah. Um, working here with you. Oh, thank you. No, like for real. Yeah. Like okay. I love this radio station. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. This is where I started my career. Like before I even finished college. Okay. I've always loved this radio station. Yeah. And well, I had moved away for a bit. Yeah. And got a call in 2009 to come back here and do the Ross Mocha show. Okay. So that is magical. So I'm going to chalk that one up to number eight, which is getting your first paycheck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what else? Um, uh, so you've already hit number uh, two and three, which is having a baby is number three most magical moment of a person's life. Oh, wow. Number two, getting married is yeah. the most magical per moment of a person's life. Mm -hmm. uh, buying your first home, number four. Uh, passing your driving test, number five. Oh, yeah. I'll never forget that uh, day. Falling Victoria, in Victoria Park in Lawrence. We'll see. I you going to say magical times of your life, like getting your teeth or something. No, no, no. Like the things that you would consider to be magical moments of your life. Falling in love for the first time. Oh, yeah. Hearing someone say, I love you back. Oh, I'll never forget time. that. Your first kiss. 
Yeah. Getting your first paycheck. Yeah. Hearing your baby cry for the first time. Yeah. But number one on the list. Most ma- Wait, okay, hold on. Your most magical time. Most, most magical time. Magical moment. The most, most magical, magical moment. moment. Most magical moment. And, and I'll tell you this. It's not the first time you... <laughs> okay. That's not it. In fact, that's not even in the top 10. Walking? Walking? Yeah, ain't nobody remembers when they walked. You don't remember when you walked? No, but you didn't most say what magical you, time. You say what you oh, I got it. Magical I got it. time. No, the magical moment. Is it Christmas? No. Uh, hearing your child's first word is the most magical moment of a person's life, they say. So I'm never going to experience that. Why not? Well, I, our, our, we don't have plans on getting a child. Like, does your dog bark for the first time no, count? No, but you could have a child. You don't even have a dog, so you can't even <laughs> experience that. But if, you, if you're not, if your plans aren't to have a child for like many then years. Then yes, Maura, you will miss out on what is considered now, to be say, the most magical moment of a person's life. So an yeah. actual full word and not like babbling. Right. right. Yeah, your child's first word. So I haven't hit that yet. You haven't hit that because yet. Because Cruz, he 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 said he babbles a lot. Yeah. He's like mom, 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 dad, 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 dad. Yeah. But I don't know if I would consider that him knowing. No. You'll know. You'll know the first word when yeah. it happens. Oh no! I'm gonna be a mess. hundred percent. You'll I'm know gonna the, be a you'll, mess. Yeah, you'll know the first word when it happens. I'm gonna be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. You just better hope it's something cool and not something like hair. Yeah. You're like, oh man, now for the rest of my life, I got to tell the story about how your first word what was. What was your son's first word? Hair. Hair. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, a bus driver in Minnesota is facing 15 charges, including reckless driving. Uh oh. For allegedly looking at what on his phone uh, while he was transporting children. Okay. Allegedly looking at yeah, uh, YouTube videos. Incorrect. Allegedly looking at oh Facebook. Incorrect. Allegedly looking at Instagram. Incorrect. Allegedly looking at oh I know. He was on the search for a new job. Uh, good guess, really good guess. Like that is I don't know if you're gonna get closer than that. I don't want to say what I think the obvious is. He was looking at like dirty stuff. No, he was looking at your mama jokes. Your mama jokes. How did they figure out? I though? guess somebody like, looked. I guess you can see that on he was the like phone. On a yo mama page? But he was on like some sort of your mama page. But your mama is like. That's like I know. straight 90s. It's like even earlier than 90s. Nobody, yeah, like nobody says mama jokes anymore. No, I know. Like, like what was one? Like, a, your mama's so ugly she threw a boomerang and refused to come back. Like, that's a, that's a your mama joke in case you're wondering what a your mama joke is. <laughs> yeah, your, like. Your mama's so poor. What was that one? Your mama's so poor the ducks throw bread at her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And then there's like, your mama's so fat. Oh, yeah. When she fell, I didn't laugh, but the sidewalk cracked up. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama's so fat, when she skips a meal, the stock market drops. Oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) Your mama's so old, her social security number is one. (laughs) Yeah, so so, I guess, you know, right? You know what? Can we go back? Your mama's so ugly, her portraits hang themselves, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's just something wonderful about your mama jokes. Yeah. 
but yeah, so the bus driver got fired because he was uh, cruising your mama jokes uh, while he was uh, driving kids around. <laughs> your mom was so stupid when, when they said, order in the court. She asked for fries and a shake. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> so again, not that you condone your mama jokes, but uh, at one place in time, these were very popular. Because I guess it was like a real great way to rile somebody up. Like you oh, never meant sure. any harm to the – the great thing about your mama jokes is they were never really meant to insult your mama. They were meant to hurt you because oh, this was totally. me talking about your mama, right? You like would you, never say like a your mama joke directly to somebody's no. mama. No, 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 no. It was always done to hurt a guy because you talk about his mama. Like your mama's so old she walked out of a museum and the alarm went off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Roz and Mocha Q&A. Ask Roz and Mocha has quickly become a favorite of the folks that listen to the Roz and Mocha podcast because this only happens on the podcast. What we do is every single week we're going to post a Ask Roz and Mocha photo on our Instagram at Kiss925 and then just let you fill up the comment section with anything you want to know. Uh, and we always like to get somebody who does listen to the show and is a fan of the podcast on with us to ask their question uh, live. So uh, without uh, further ado, Lee is on the phone with us. Hi, Lee. How are you? It's Leah. I'm good. How are oh, you? Oh, Leah. Leah. What's up? Why girl? is it spelled L-E-A-H? Is that Leah or is that Lee? That's Leah. Oh, yeah, no, Leah. that's Leah. Oh, my bad. So All what's right. going on, Leah? What's your question? If you could go back and change your first date with your spouse, would you? And if you would change something, what would you do? Okay, before we get to our answers, is this something that you have thought of because you would have changed something different about your first date with your spouse? I would have made it longer, my first date with him. Oh, how long was it? Why was it so short? No, it was a whole day thing, but I wish I could have made it more extended, even though we've been together now for almost 10 years. Oh, oh nice. So what did, right. you, what did you do on your first date? We actually went to Sicilian's to get ice cream with my sister and my best friend. Oh. You were at an ice cream shop all day? <laughs> no, we went and we walked around, you know, smoked a little devil's lettuce. Yeah. Did yeah. you say devil's lettuce? You no. Know. Yeah. What's that, weed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'm not a weed head. <laughs> when, when, uh, when did you know you fell in love with him? That first date. That first date. And huh? that devil's lettuce that hit. That first yeah. date. Were you, were, you, were, you str- were you straight or were you stoned when you fell in love with him? I was straight. Yeah, okay. You were straight. <laughs> But I knew him before that. Oh, you did? So I already knew how what he was like. Do you remember your first date with Catherine? Uh, well, because I met Catherine at a party, right? Yeah. And then... It was, it was very eventful. I don't know if I would change anything because for fear that it just wouldn't have turned out the way. I have a real big thing with that, not wanting to change the things in the past, even the yeah. things that were horrible, because then I would fear that I would not end up exactly where I am today because I consider myself to be pretty happy. Content. That's true. So I don't know if I would change anything. Now, I know that we met one night, but then we decided to go out on a date after that. And we went to uh, the up top bar at the Drake. And I remember that it was... Early October, it was a chilly night. Catherine had a brand new nipple ring that she had just had pierced, so she was (laughs) complaining a lot about that. Yeah. And the only thing that I would say that I think that I would have changed was Catherine used to have the back of her neck pierced. Really? Yeah. Ow. Yeah, she had like the back of her neck pierced. I didn't know that. And does she still have like the the marks? I don't even know because she just wears her hair down all the time, right? And I remember that I she was so smoking hot and she had like just the most beautiful eyes and body and everything else that I'd really ever seen. Oh, yeah. And then we were talking about her piercings because that was kind of hot, too. Uh-huh. And then she told me that she had the one on the back of her neck. And I remember that I touched it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And that to me was just a mistake. Oh, why? Because it was like kind of gross? No, because I every time that I would touch her after that on every other date, because I touched her a lot. Yeah. Uh, every other we touched each other. Um, every other time that I would t- I would I would go to touch her, I would just have to in my the back of my head, I'd be like, Don't do that, don't go there, don't go there. It's yeah. so gross, it's gonna turn you off. Everything's gonna get ruined, everything's gonna get ruined. And then one day she just took it out. Right. But uh, I wouldn't have touched it on the first date. I wouldn't have touched that on the first date. That's what she said. Yeah, stop it. Uh, what about you? Um, you know what? Our first date, Jenna and I, was just so fantastic. I wouldn't nah. change a single thing. No. Nah. Because she used to work here in this building. Yeah. We just went for lunch up the street. Oh, your first date was just a casual lunch. Just a casual lunch. Oh, I see, wouldn't change cool. that. So nothing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I, change it, anything. It's, it's a hard thing to say that. I know Maury's going to have about nine things that he would have changed with his <laughs> first date with his husband, Matthew. Uh, what would so, you change then, so, Maury? So, Maury, if you could get it down to just a few, please. Because to this day, he says that when he came over to my apartment on our first date, that he said to himself, this is not going to work because the place was a mess. Cats were roaming around. The walls were covered in autograph headshots like a Jewish delicatessen. Right. And I left the door unlocked and I was in the shower. Right. So I remember messaging him and like just Harvey saying, Harvey Weinstein. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Come, Come on in. Robe with a, yeah. <laughs> he just thought it was so weird because he came over like the first time Wait, we ever so, met. So Matthew walked into, like you said, I said, I make yourself at home. Door. I'm in the shower. Yeah. But that, Wait, was, your, was, that was a move though. No, I thought I would be ready in time. It was not my move. Oh. Because oh. no, because then he would have, I would have said, come in and join me. But like, he just sat on the couch and I came out. I'm like, hey, how's it going? And he was sitting couch? there going, what is right. this? Did you look better wet then than you would now? <laughs> would you say? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It was 11 years ago and 20 pounds later. Oh, my right. God. Hey, Leah, we appreciate you. Thanks so You're much for best. joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much. I listen to you guys every night because I work Aww. night shift. Aww. And I don't want oh, nice. to. Barry doesn't get Kiss 92.5, so yeah. I have to do podcasts. We're working on it, honey. <laughs> have a great well, day. you guys have a good day. Yeah, Thanks. take care. Uh, Patrick asks, what's one small, typically mundane activity or scenario you avoid at all costs because the potential worst case scenario freaks you out. For example, he says, think final destination. I won't ever drive behind a log truck because I like my face and a log to the face doesn't seem worth the risk. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you, I never have my cell phone in my hand when I'm either walking on or off an elevator. Yeah. Oh, because you think the phone's going to slip out of your hand in between the cracks? Yeah. And go all the way down. All the way down. Really? Yeah. No, huh. never do it. Always in the pocket. Yeah? I never I never have my keys or my phone in my hand when I'm walking on or off an elevator. You know what? I will say. Yeah. Because it almost happened where I dropped my keys on the elevator floor as the doors were opening. Yeah. And ever since then, I actually keep my keys yeah. in my in my pocket. Yeah. Anytime I am in an elevator. Yeah. How about well, you, Damon Mori? Electricity. What do you mean? I just avoid plugging things in or touching electricity at all costs. Oh, that's right. You won't like plug in a lamp if a I lamp needs to be plugged in. I won't do it because it just reminds me of my dad got electrocuted and his pants fell down. Right. <laughs> and I'll never put my hand out the window now that I'm married because I'm worried my ring will fall off while I'm driving. So I won't be that cool guy with my arm resting. Right. Is that still cool, that move where you drive with your arm out the window? Mm, I don't see anyone do it because like all cars have AC now. So if you yeah. want to like, but I it, like the breeze in my hair. Yeah. But, okay. I don't use AC <laughs> I, when I'm in the car. No. Why? Nope. Windows open, baby. Yeah. See? Even yeah. on a hot ass day. Even on a hot ass day. If it's a mild day, I'll have yeah. the windows open. But yeah, no, I don't Hold put on. my arm out the. And are you in a tank yeah. top? 
Uh, sometimes, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it's me in a tank top and a truck. Oh, my God, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and, that's my, and that's it. And that's it. It's getting hot in here. Uh, do you have anything like that? Any sort of mundane things that you don't do for yeah, fear of the worst-case scenario? I wouldn't, not like worst-case scenario, but like yeah. what people may think. Yeah. So I won't wear a ball cap that, does, that doesn't match my sneakers. Because if I'm walking down the street and somebody sees that uh, my ball cap doesn't match the color scheme of my sneakers, yeah. that they may think like, Look at this guy. He doesn't know fashion. What about or a ball he cap on a Can boat? I just say that you are the only person in my life that I've met that actually cares about whether your ball cap matches your sneakers. I've never met anybody else, so I don't know who would judge you for that. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a thing. What about ball cap on a boat? Are you worried that the wind will blow it off? No. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's how a many times am I ever on a boat? Though? <laughs> yeah, like. Okay. What about when you're? What about Mocha? Okay. You want to talk ball cast Mocha? Let's just say what about the times you're in a biplane? <laughs> I was on a boat last year, and prior to that was like, I don't know, five, six years ago? Yeah, exactly. God. Uh, what else do we got here? Oh, Nev B. Which TV show character describes you the best? Um, I think without a doubt, we can all agree in this room, damn it, Maury would be Millhouse. Yeah. Really? The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, you're, told, you're straight up Millhouse. I was going to say uh, B. Arthur from Golden Girl. No, no, Dorothy from Golden Girls, the dumb one. Wow. Wow. Can we just point out the fact that you said that? Yeah. Not us? Yeah. Okay. You, Moving on. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what his character on a TV Oscar show. the Grouch. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say that Podcast Mori is my least favorite movie? <laughs> what else we got? Asi Genon writes, uh, yo, Roz Weston, at what point did you start feeling like you were old? I'm not going to answer that one. You're 43. Shut up, Maury. Is that um, because the font on the paper is too small? <laughs> <laughs> I can't finish reading it. <laughs> Listen to this guy over here. What is going on with you, Maury? This is not the best. Caitlin Kuslich writes, what is your strangest family tradition? What is your strangest family tradition? Damn it, Maury. Go. Thanksgiving, um, always have to have the cranberry sauce gelled in a can on a dish shaped like the can. So okay. when it comes out, it's still in the shape like a can. Who so you started don't... that tradition, though? Myself. Oh, and whenever I'm at my grandmother's, Wait, we pause, have to stop, smush stop, sponge stop, cake. Stop. You just say yourself? Yeah. I started, and now it's like I started years and years and years ago that my dad will always have the can ready oh. for me to do it. And when I'm at Nana's, we always have to smush sponge cake in honor of Papa because that's what he used to do. Okay. And Papa was... Your my grandfather, your grandfather, whom I still talk to, he's dead. Right. Yes, that's true. That's for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how about you, Roz? Strange family uh, traditions. Yeah, I don't know if I have a lot of strange family traditions. I mean, Catherine and I, and people, I, I because we've been at the house and find it weird. Uh, I would say that every single time, because normally when I'm at home, if I'm sitting at the table and Catherine is in the living room and she has to get to the kitchen, we pass each other a lot in the mm. house, uh, to and from the office. We pass each other a lot. I would say that 98%, possibly 99% of the time that Catherine and I walk past each other or one of us is sitting and we walk past each other in the house, we high five. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like one of you just hit a home run. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> so Walking back to the bullpen. We will, in like I'm not even joking, we will high five from the time that I get home, say 6.30 until 11 p.m. Uh -huh. It is very easy for Catherine and I to high five a dozen times. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, man, we I will, like that. We will always, we always high five. And we don't even look at each other. It's just like, just I will be it. working, put my hand out, she walks by, high five, she's going. Your kid has Roxy, who's yeah. now eight. Yeah. Has she picked up on that? 100%. We high five all the time. Whenever oh, she's dude, walking by, that. we just high five. Yeah, there's I a lot of high that. fives going on in that. Is that, that. Awesome, tradition? Dude. No, we have other ones, but I 
just doing, not but, doing up your pants is a tradition, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not a tradition because it's not like I want to pass that on to my child. Right? Um, yeah, we all sit to pee. How's that? Is that fine? Uh, do you have any family traditions, Mocha, uh, that yeah, are kind of I mean, weird? I think other people would find it weird. So my family's Guyanese, yeah. and the one big thing at Christmas time is oxtail. Oh, wow. Pepper pot is what they call it. Yeah. It's oxtail and homemade bread, right? And you think about that dish, and you're like, oh, yeah, you'd probably have that at dinner time. But no, we would have that at breakfast. Oh, really? It's made the day before. It's made on Christmas Eve. Oh, so oxtail for breakfast. Oxtail with homemade bread for breakfast. Pepper pot is, huh? Yeah. I've seen it in a can from Campbell's. Interesting. Really? Yeah, no, Campbell's no, something pot. different. It's no, it's got to be from my mom in Malvern. Yeah. Now, do you just like each get a piece of the oxtail and then you wrap it in a piece of white bread and eat it like a hot dog? Yeah, or? no, we take the bread. So you would take the bread yeah. and use that and put in between like your, your fingers like you're doing a, a sock puppet. Yeah. And then you grab like the oxtail yeah. and you like rip the, the meat off okay. and you eat it like that. Oh, what's underneath the meat? I'm curious about that. Just like bone. a big thing of cartilagey bone. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Breakfast. Who's, yeah. That's you're not okay. selling this very delicious. Well. Okay. Oh, dude, it's yeah. so good. Okay. Okay. That's so good. Uh, fair enough. Hey, it was a fantastic week on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. And again, look um, on the Instagram page. Uh, for the radio station, Kiss 92.5. And uh, you will, once a week, we'll put up an Ask Razamoka. That is where you get to ask your questions and then mm-hmm. hopefully get to come on with us as well. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on Kiss 92.5. Kiss92.5.com or on the Kiss 92.5 app.